Welcome back, everyone, to Around the Couch, an NFL podcast brought to you by the DVR Podcast Network. You can find out more about us at dvrpodcast.com. You can become a patron and help support the show at DVR Podcast at patreon.com slash DVR Podcast. I want to give a big shout out. To our newest patrons, Manny, Ian, Monsa. Give a shout out to all of them. Kellum, Gina, Jenny, Brett, Derek, Bill, Joe Bear, yeah. Grandpa James, Cleveland fan. All right, let's get the frick into it. How you doing there, Andy? How are you? I'm doing really, really good. Uh my teams didn't do so. Oh, my team did well well this week, but my other teams that I picked didn't do so well. But I'm looking forward to changing that this week. Yeah, with a nice conversation tonight. None of us did well, and unfortunately, we did have a losing team this week, and it belonged to our man Solo. How you doing, pal? Hey, fellas, I'm doing all right. Um, you know, I'm in my sanctuary when I'm around the couch talking NFL with you guys. Mm. I'm in a good place. Yeah, me too. And you know, we're gonna switch things up a little bit. There's no big kind of thing that happened this weekend. It was a weird weekend, but we're going to start off talking about our boys, our teams, and right ahead, I get to go first. Yeah, talk about the future Super Bowl winners, the New York Jets. (laughs) Cheese sauce, baby. That's all I have to say. Cheese sauce. Sauce Gardner wearing that cheese head at the end of the game it became an instant new york jets legend there's t-shirts already the memes are a plenty on the interwebs what a game Brees hall michael carter most mostly though my man quinnon williams what a fucking game two sacks what do you have a block 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 kick we also had a block punt he was just applying pressure the defense was just ferocious everybody was doing great michael carter the second two doing some great pass defenses basically one drive the packers looked good and then they looked a little good before the end of the half But besides that, that was it, man. I mean, honestly, the Jets should have won this game like 57 to nothing because they really dominated defensively the whole game. And again, I tweeted out, I've been having fun before Elon Musk takes over Twitter and I have to leave. (laughs) I've been fun going on Twitter. And um, I was like, at halftime, it was three all. And I was like, you know what? They did not play a good first half, but it, I guess this team only wakes up on offense in the second half, and that's exactly what happened. They scored 24 points in the second half, totally dominated, just some great plays. I mean, it was just, what a game, but really, Brees Hall, what a fucking monster. 20 carries, 116 yards, and a touchdown. Um, only two receptions for five yards, not as much there, of course, the the leading the leading receiver on the Jets was of course Corey Davis because that's the only person Zach Wilson can fucking see. 
Uh, Wilson was only 10 for 18, 110 yards, and uh, he did not look good at all. But I don't know, boys. I kind of feel like, you know what this feels like to me? This feels like Sanchez time. This is like when the Jets had so much talent on offense and we could just go into every game hoping that Sanchez didn't throw a bunch of interceptions. And if he didn't, we won and we made it to two AFC championships with a ferocious defense. So they keep on playing like this. I'm feeling very good in this weird NFL season. I don't know. Did you guys have anything to say about this Jets game? Well, I think you're in uh you're in some good uh good company here, Axel, because that's the first time the Jets have been three and on the road since two thousand ten, which was also their last playoff appearance. Yep. So good things are coming. Oh, nice. Jets. Yeah, I, I I watched this as like my main my main game, and then I was going to the NFL mix channel and stuff but i really wanted to watch this game because last i mean i just had a good feeling about the jets and i wanted to watch a complete game with no interruptions and yeah i was impressed uh, yeah quentin williams my gosh i think i might have texted him quentin williams so I, so i was like oh his name's not quentin okay i was thinking tarantino because he, <laughs> he was because he was killing bill and aaron all day oh, i don't know I like the packers it. have a bill but uh <laughs> no but but i was very impressed with Brees hall he, he's a strong kid, mm. great runner. And, you know, a lot of the buzz in the preseason was, oh, he's not having a bad camp. And I, like, marked those things down because last year, Jamar Chase was having the drop season, a bad camp. Yep. So you can't you can't listen to all the preseason hype necessarily all the time. But, but on the other note, um, the Packers are just bad. They couldn't run the ball. Aaron Jones went MIA. They weren't giving him the ball. I mean – Rodgers is not on the same page with these receivers and uh, their line got dominated. So it was a great win by the jets. When I come out with my power rankings later in the pod, I had the jets up there as of after this week, you know, they're in playoff uh, mode. Uh, It ended today as we'll talk about, but uh, I was very impressed a win in Lambeau. Yeah. On the road. You, that has to add extra bonus points no matter what against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I I mean, I was, you know, Salah has made me a believer in this defense. What a turnaround from the worst defense in the NFL. Um, I just, I mean, like I said, there was basically, there was a long pass where it looked like, okay, hey, they're, you know, the Packers are getting a little something together to Lazard. And then he ended up scoring a touchdown, but that was it. They didn't, they couldn't find it again. And I agree with you, Aaron Rodgers, man, you know, everybody's been saying it, spent, spending too much time eating, eating mushrooms and shit on the off season, not enough time (laughs) hanging out with his receivers and a lot of pouting on his face, man, he's. He he's not looking very happy, even though, I mean, the guys threw for 246 yards, 90 of which went to Robert Tunyon <laughs> okay? with 10, yeah, like receptions. 10 receptions. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say that 10 receptions okay? by yeah. Tunyon. So it's like, yeah, they they just can't find it. And you're right about Aaron Jones is just has disappeared. I mean, I thought he was going to be huge this season, but. He's just doing nothing, and A.J. Dillon couldn't really get anything going. Um, it was just a great a great game by the Jets. I feel good. 
Um, I had a quick, na, 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 quick na, na. stats um, about the Jets in the fourth quarter. They are they have 51, 58 points so far this season. That's first in the NFL in the fourth quarter. Um, mm. uh, five takeaways in the fourth quarter as well. They are just doing fantastic. So, no, I should say they've allowed 58 points and they've scored 126 points. So that's a lot. No, okay. You know? <laughs> That's that's like all your scoring is happening. <laughs> yeah, in the second half, live the by game. the sword, die by the sword. Yeah, it reminds so. me a bit of the the Jets remind me a little bit of last year's Cowboys because the Cowboys it took them a half to get going. Their defense was the worst the year before, and they improved. It's kind of like a bend don't break defense. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and so that's, I mean, it's a big improvement, like you're saying. And but you got it. But it's scary against the good teams if you get down big. And you're hoping for that fourth quarter comeback. It won't happen in the playoffs that's, unless you're Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> but yeah. you know, it's that's tough. But we're not we're not right now at the stage, Axel. We're not talking Super Bowl. We're talking improvement and getting this yes. team. And, and that's what you're seeing. So you're going to have your ups and downs, but in, embrace this because this is the best I've seen the Jets in a very long time. I am still just appreciative of going into a next week's game thinking, hey, they might win. That's all I need. Or this might be a good game to watch. You know, I went many years kind of flipping over to red zone or the other games while the Jets game was on. And this right. year I have been having to catch up on the other games later because I'm so laser focused on each and every drive, each and every play. Um, I'm very worried about Zach Wilson. I don't think he has shown much improvement at all from last year. Um, as a matter of fact, he has yet to play the best that he played last year, but if we can keep on winning, like I said, like let him keep on not fucking up and that'll be good enough. Hand the ball off. Don't try the hero ball and uh, maybe we'll be good, but I don't know, man, we're not a great team. We'll see when the bills, when we play the bills, speaking of bills before, we'll see what Quentin can do against them. Yeah, Quinn. Them, but, uh, but <laughs> or become the bride. Who exactly. Knows? But, but Ando, before we get to your Vikings, we're in a league where the we saw the Bengals go to the Super Bowl last year. No one, the Jets. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to the Super Bowl, but it can happen <laughs> in this league. In this league, especially yeah. this year, it can it could happen. Uh, I mean, but you don't want right. to get too excited. But the Bengals, remember the Bengals this time last year? No one was talking Bengals. Yep. Right, Ando? Yeah, they I mean, I I think uh I think there's a I think there's a lot of reason to be optimistic, actually. I know and I know you're down on Zach Wilson, but especially like think of Joe Burrow, like Heath was saying, just like last year, Joe Burrow wasn't really doing much right now. Everybody was wondering, is he gonna be a bust? I mean, Wilson's still young enough that he could take big leaps. Just him getting this kind of confidence and See, I loved I I have loved Brees Hall back at Iowa State too. I had a feeling he was going to be pretty good. I didn't think he would be this good this quickly. Yeah. But and we had talked about this a few weeks ago. He gets more carries. I mean, if they can control the game, the ball clock or the clock, and keep the other like with the Bills, they can keep that offense off the field. Who knows? And I really think Zach Wilson still is primed for a primed for a, a jump. I mean, the the 
amount of quarterbacks that are great right out of the gate is not very high. And a lot of times, all of a sudden, they'll make a big leap like Burrow did. Or That's why I I thought Trevor Lawrence was going to do that this year, mm-hmm. and he hasn't done it, obviously. But I think I think the I, sh- I would be very optimistic about the Jets. And wow. like you also said, there's something to be said. I was telling you guys before we started, I listened to our NFL pregame or preseason podcast, and we all picked the Jets. I mean, we basically were laughing at it. Even you, Axel, we were all kind of laughing and just being like, it's going to be another sad season for the Jets. And yeah. no matter what, it's already a, a super exciting exactly. team with young yep. players. That's how I feel. That's how Who I feel. Who knows? They, they make the playoffs. Who knows what could happen? Hey, man, one day, perhaps Zach Wilson, like the leader of your 5-1 and one Vikings, Kirk Cousins, can say, you like that? <laughs> Were you yeah. practicing that all day? Actually? I thought or... of it while Andy was talking. I was like, this would be a good transition. <laughs> but how about the Vikings, baby? They took they took care of the Dolphins. Oh, well, this I know you guys weren't paying as much attention because it was on at the same time as the Packers game, which this game, uh, just like a, lot, a couple other games, I, I don't know how the Vikings won it, especially if you look at the stats. I mean, the first thing, Vikings haven't won a game in Miami since Fran Tarkenton was on the team. So I mean I've never I have never seen them win yeah. at Miami. I mean they've only played five or six times, but that's how long it's been. Oh, speaking so, of the stats, can I say them right now for you, Andy? I don't know if well, you're yeah, to get I into was it. gonna. Okay, you. That's go. what I was gonna get into. Okay. The, the first stat is just like that game a few weeks ago with the Bills. The sideline temp for the Vikes was 120 degrees. The Dolphins was 90. So I mean it was it was a scorcher. So a that's lot of these stadium. things. A lot of them, it's hard to, like, first downs. Like, if I list off some of these statistics, it, there's no way the Vikings should have won this game. First downs, Miami 23, Minnesota 11. Total plays, Miami 73, Vikings 50. Total yards, Miami 458, Vikings 234. Oh, my time, gosh. Time of possession, Miami 36, Vikings 24. I mean, you look at those, Jefferson had six for 107, but Cook, Cook only had 13 for 77, and one of those was a 53-yard touchdown run. You take that away, he had 12 carries for 24 yards. Bridgewater had 300 yards passing. Hill had 177. Waddle, 129. Cook Cousins only had like 200 yards. And it was, I mean, you look at the statistics, and there is no way the Vikings should have won this game at all. And the big difference is three to nothing on turnovers, and the, the Dolphins turned over three times. And some very key times. That's the the one thing with the Vikings defense. The statistics don't look good, but this is the best. Some of the best the defense has played. Their their veterans, Zadarius Smith, Daniel Hunter, Jordan Hicks, Patrick Peterson, all made big plays when they needed to in the fourth quarter to help turn the ball over or make stop critical stops when they needed to. Miami shot themselves in the foot. Ten penalties, ninety seven yards. There was one drive early in the game where. I think the Miami had like 150 yards on the one drive because they kept getting pushed back. And I think it was one time it was they had like a third and 38 yeah. or something like that. And it was I mean, it was hard to watch for a while because they were just getting penalized so much. So, I mean, it's one of those games where it's a road game, crazy weather conditions. The Vikings, the Vikings won the game somehow. And like when it was close in the fourth quarter, they put the foot foot to the th- boot to the throat and. And and forced a huge turnover at the end of the game on Waddle. It was, I'm a. It's one of those games when you look back and you're like, I'm glad they got out of there with a win because there's no way in hell they should have won it. Like a, I've said like three times already this year, a, an ugly win is still better than uh, a bad, a uh, a good looking loss. So yeah. I'll take it. <clears throat> yeah, this is crazy, man. 
Tyreek Hill and Waddle, it's like they just walk out on the field and have 100 yards. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like they start with that. But like you said, this is a great example of what we're seeing a lot in the NFL, which is situational football, the old Belichick thing, right? Winning when it matters, winning winning the drives that matter. And then you look at the stats and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, Bridgewater, 329. And I guess Thompson's now gone too, huh? And they were like – yeah. And- I mean, a lot of a lot of Teddy's too. The Vikes were up by two scores late in the like in the fourth quarter. So a lot of that was yardage yeah. put up on like prevent defense crap that I always always hate. But a lot of it was that. And say the the some of the defensive players the Vikings made like on Waddle, he had like a forty five yard play that got that uh, they stripped him on the fumble during that play as well. So I mean, yeah, it was they, the defense made plays when they needed to, and that was really the story of this game. Even though the stats don't show that. That's that's why they want to get because the Vikings' offense was pretty much non-existent. I they didn't have a first down until the middle of the second quarter. I mean, it was it was ugly, but they hung on and then I got, I'll take it. Solo, solo, yeah, no, it it's uh, you take the you know it's funny stats don't usually tell the uh, you know the journey of the game necessarily or the outcome. And it's amazing when you analyze them. Like, Ando, you were saying you were so surprised that basically Miami won every stat. But that's kind of like how the Cowboys were playing, where, you know, maybe the Rams have more first downs or whatever, but that big Pollard run, you know, is the reason, you know, mm-hmm. and different things. It's it's amazing how they say stats don't lie, but sometimes they do. Because if you don't know the score and you just look at what you, you know, Everything you read, you would be like, okay, so how much did Minnesota lose by? Yeah, that's you know? <laughs> exactly right. So it's exactly just it's, right. it's crazy when you really go into it. I mean, because you have the naked eye where you're watching the game and you know your team. So there's certain things that you pick up on that, you know, people just watching the game may not because you know the tendencies. You've, you've followed your team religiously. 16 now 17 games a season and so you know the little tendencies and stuff that or the stuff they do really well you know so it's it's interesting and this this is what that's why we play the games i mean because think about all the underdogs that won they weren't supposed to win well guess what they did (laughs) and 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 it's, it's weird but at the same time it's like a jets like a vikings maybe even a cowboys if you if you get in the playoffs you could make a run and the, you know, really, the only team that really scares me is the Bills right now. To be I honest agree. with you, yeah. I would totally agree. I, I agree. Uh, but hey, how about this transition? Stats sometimes do tell a similar story because <laughs> guess who had ten penalties and three turnovers, just like the Dolphins? Oh, the Dallas Cowboys. my Dallas Cowboys. Yep. Go figure. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Okay, first thing I'll say, I you know, I was all in, had faith in my Cowboys, uh, but I had, you know, I, I knew it was going to be a tough game. It was Philly on the road, no Dak. It was going to, you would need a flawless game from Cooper and and not Cooper Cup. Like everyone, when they talk about Cooper Rush, they <laughs> so many podcasts call him Cup, without, without, you know, but uh so, but I've handled this loss better than I think any Dallas loss in Good. history. 
And I'm going to tell you why. First off, it was when it was 20 to nothing, I was like, oh boy, Axel's right. They're going to get their butts kicked. I mean, I, I was like, there's no way Cooper could bring them back. I mean, Dante Fowler, we, we gave them an extra seven points. Dante Fowler lining up in the neutral zone, giving them a new set of downs, which led to a touchdown. And then um, going for it on fourth down when we did get the first down, they marked it wrong, but McCarthy decided to go hurry up and not challenge it. So when those things were happening, I'm like, and then the penalties were starting, I'm like, oh boy, here we go again. This is last year's Cowboys penalties and dumb coaching moves. But I will say this, something they made adjustments at half and they made it a game. It was 20 to 17, even with the turnovers and the penalties. So I was starting to believe uh, but then the Eagles really put together a solid drive to answer that call. And uh, then we had, you know, we had a chance again, but Cooper threw his th- third pick. Now the Eagles did not sack the Cowboys once, which is interesting, but it was, there was a point in the third quarter. I was like, we're going to, we're going to come back. We might win this game, but I wasn't like, we're going to win this game. We might. And the Eagles were just good enough. But again, the Eagles collapsing in the second half. They've done this all season. Um, so my my question to you guys before I go into my Stephen A rant with everything, uh, I, I will say this. I, I'm happy they fought back and they made it a game and they were in the game in the second half. They could have easily – this game could have easily been 44 to 3, um, but it didn't happen. <laughs> And so with Cooper Rush, hopefully Dak's coming back next week or the week Mm -hmm. after, the schedule starts to get a little easier. And to be four and two after what I saw in week one and Dak going down, I'm still very excited. I mean, probably not going to win the division unless the Eagles somehow lose some games uh, uh, and even the Giants. But I'm okay with a wild card and making the playoffs because I think this team with this defense can go on the road. And but it was a lot of dumb penalties, and um, you know, it, it, it it's just it, it, it happened. And I am I I don't know I really to me and we'll talk about the lines later. The game against the Lions is really going to tell the tale of this team. I know it's just the Lions, but if they go out and lose to the Lions, then they're not as good as their record, and they got a lot of problems. But if they if they go and handle and take care of business, I don't care if it's a 10-point win, a 3-point win, a 1-point win. Beat the Lions because that's the game you should win and don't let this carry over. Hopefully the second half will propel them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you guys, I want to get your quick takes. So what did you think of the Eagles? We've been talking about bump the brakes or maybe they are the best team. Easy schedule. What are some of your thoughts on the Eagles moving forward? I think they're I, I think they're beatable. I don't think they're the best team. I, I still think the Bills, like you said a, li- a little earlier, I think they're the, but the Bills. I think are the class of the league. I don't think the, I think the Eagles would get destroyed by them. I think the Cowboys exposed a few things. I think if Dak would have played, I think the Cowboys would have won that game pretty easy. And I mean, that's the Eagles are good, but I don't think they're at least right now. And but I mean, I say that, and then they still have that explosive offense that the Cowboys kind of held in check for a lot of that game. So. I, I, yeah. I, the Eagles have weaknesses just like every other team, and I think they're beatable. I, I thought that I was still impressed by the Cowboys on Sunday, even mm-hmm. though they lost. I was too, in a weird way. I was too because think I mean because 
you know, you can only, when you go three and outs and throw three picks, for them to only give up, what was the final score? 26 uh, 17. To only give up 26 on the road in Philly when you're down 20, and they scored 20 in the first half, they only allowed six points in the second half. That, like, see, that's where I start to pick those things and be like, okay, that's signs I don't see normally. Former Cowboy teams, it'd be it'd be five minutes left. They're down two scores, and Dak would be trying to get them to come back. And because this defense, you can only do so much though when your offense isn't scoring. You know, because it, you know, that one drive the Philly put together was mm-hmm. great, and that broke the Cowboys. But you know, it, it just ah. But that's that gonna happen. I think the thing that impressed me is kind of what you were saying earlier is they were down 20 to nothing. And I remember you texted us before the game started and said you were going to DVR it and start, so don't spoil anything. It was 20 to nothing, <laughs> and I legitimately thought I, I should just spare Heath the misery and tell him don't even turn it on. <laughs> and when they came back and made it 2017, that was what really impressed me is that that usually when teams get down by two scores, they don't – they a lot of them will kind of – start to mail it in and they didn't do that. So that, that always impresses me with the team. So I say I'm optimistic of the Cowboys even after a loss. Yeah. That'll, I think that'll come back to this type of comeback, but just fall short. I know, you know, losing isn't the greatest thing, but I I don't know something about it. I think is going to help them later in the year. If they reach some adversity, they'll know, Hey, we can do this. And, you know, so, and having Dak, they're still short a wide receiver though. The Cowboys, I'm not – CeeDee Lamb's a good number two. He's not a number one. I'm sorry. They, they're really missing Amari Cooper in this mm-hmm. offense. Yeah, I would have to say that if I were you, I would not be not as worried. I agree with you. And I've heard uh, right. a bunch of Cowboys fans say that this week and seen some articles and stuff. Um, I feel like that's a good way to look at it. What are you going to do, man? Cooper Rush threw three interceptions. Two of them were like bouncing off somebody, right? Weren't two of them deflections? Yeah, and then there's some that could have happened that yeah. didn't happen. I so, mean. <laughs> I mean, look, the team didn't have a good game on offense. Um, but I think that the Eagles are beatable. I think that their defense is swarming and pretty ferocious i think jalen hurts is like a monster i mean i really think that that guy has become so much more confident and they're letting him run this college offense i mean it really looks like you're watching a college football game you know and he's just and it's so many designed runs and options and this it's just it's kind of fun to watch but I don't see him having the same accuracy as a passer and I don't see him throwing a lot of guys open like say a Mahomes or the best quarterbacks do they create that space right 100% to even give a a, um, a receiver a room to get rack right run after the catch I don't see Hurts doing that um it's a lot of guys stop look pass, right like so Miles Sanders He's he's okay, but I think the Cowboys did a good job of keeping him. So I'm I don't know, man. I, I I did not feel like I'm watching the Bills or the Chiefs when I'm watching the Eagles. Um, but they're a really good team, 
and they have a really easy schedule. So I kind of feel like I've been thinking more and more that the Eagles are going to go like undefeated and then lose in the first round of the playoffs. They'll they'll go to the divisional round where the Cowboys win their wild card game. <laughs> Cowboys come into Philly and they beat them. I could see, and I think that I do agree. I think if Dax played, uh, I think that the Cowboys would have won this game. It would have been close, yeah. but I think the Cowboys yeah. would have won this game. It might have been thirty twenty six. Right, right. It's very possible, but it's October. This time last year. Around this week, we beat the Patriots in overtime, and I thought we were going to the Super Bowl. I was like, this is a different team. Then we go beat Ando's team with Cooper Rush, and I was like, happy Halloween, everybody. And then <laughs> the wheels kind of sort of came off. So I have to I have to really quick. I know um, we're a new pod, and we don't have the audience yet of – but and you guys know First Take, ESPN, Stephen A. Smith, and – Stephen A. will never hear this. He'll never listen to our pod. But I have to put it out there because there's so many times I want to tweet something to him, but I don't have enough characters. So I just uh, go on my soapbox for a little bit. His big thing, he hates the Dallas Cowboys. He hates the fans. He calls them an accident waiting to happen. And why I'm calling him out, it's his shtick, and he just loves this. I mean, it helps his ratings. It helps the show if he hates the Cowboys. It just does. But he's not going out on, like, this limb that he he, he tries to uh, – he wants the public to perceive. Saying the Cowboys are an accident waiting to happen, way to take the odds, Steve A., because if – even if the Cowboys would make the NFC championship or the Super Bowl, but not win, he could say, see, I told you an accident waiting to happen. 31 teams will lose in a given season. And you could say a ton of teams are accidents waiting to happen. I mean, you look around the NFL, there are worse teams that screw up and lose and lose like being in an accident. Okay. So he, he takes these odds and he knows they're in their favor. Because the odds of a Cowboy maybe winning one Super Bowl, okay, maybe. But think about the odds he has in his favor. So he's really padded his stats with this whole Cowboy hate because the odds are so in his favor. And he will keep saying it. You know, they could go to the Super Bowl and he'll give excuses. Then if they lose, he'll be like, see, I told you. You know, and it's just annoying because – he says, you know, Aaron Rodgers, I'm a, he's a bad man. He's always talked about Aaron Rodgers. Well, Aaron Rodgers is an accident waiting to happen. He won a Super Bowl over a decade ago. And talk about those Packers playoff losses, just for an example. I know you like that, Ando. I love but it. It just, it just frustrates me because it, that's his big shtick. And it's like, dude, the odds are in your favor. It's like me saying the Jets are an accident waiting to happen. Well, I'd be right for how many years? My whole lifetime. You know, it's just like, it's annoying. And, you know, I don't even listen to him anymore because, I, I mean, I like the guy. He, he's good at what he does. I'm not, you know, but when it comes to the college, I during football season, I can't, I can't listen to him because it's just annoying because he's for, for an educated man, for someone who knows a lot about sports, he really took, like, I'll say it again. He really took the odds on this, takes the odds on this one. And it's just like, come on, man. You know, come so on, it's like enough with man. enough with the shtick. ESPN should just have them not talk about the Cowboys and see how things go. 
Damn. That's that's it. That's my that's my take. Yeah, take that, Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Solo A. Fantazzo had something yeah. different to say. Ha- Having said that, I kind of like the dude, <laughs> and, and you know he does good work and he's entertaining. Just this is just you know I don't hate him as a person. Just but the cow his cowboy take stuff. I I I. I, I. Well, anyway, hey man, come I'm on. Gl- <laughs> you're, you're always you know if you come out like back in the day if you came out anti patriots or there's a lot of people who became anti Rams because McVeigh was the hottest thing around, right? It's just yeah. it, it, so people just stake their brand. This is the internet age, right? Everyone's got to have a fucking brand. Yeah. Speaking of brand, we got us some new branding here. Oh, whoa, whoa! A flick. So we are. Let's let's pull up the ottoman, put our feet oh. up, sit back in the couch, and check in on some of the other games from Week Six. Um, I guess why don't we start off with the big game? which was the Bills beating the Chiefs. Uh, Let me ask you this, gentlemen. At the end of this game, did you feel in the fourth quarter, I'll I'll go to you first, Solo, did you feel like Mahomes has got this, or did you feel like Josh Allen has got this? I'm going to be honest with you, and and my my answer to that is – Normally, it would be like, oh, Mahomes has got this. And even last year, even when he did it in the playoffs, I didn't think he got it, and he proved me wrong just because I thought it was Buffalo's year. But I just, going into this game, going into this season, I just felt the loss of Tyreek Hill was going to hurt them. I don't know how many times on little fourth and ones. or lo- Tyreek was in Mahomes had this amazing chemistry, and they're both phenomenal. And I just felt like the Bills were going to step it up. And I, and then when he threw, when Mahomes threw that pick, I'm like, this is a different, this is different this year. Now it's regular season. I know the Bills, I, think, I believe they beat the Chiefs last year in the regular season, but lost in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I'm not throwing away Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I think the Chiefs are still going to win the division. They're going to be in the playoffs. And when, and no matter what, you got Mahomes. You can always win the game. On this given Sunday, I did not think he would bring them back. Mm. How about you, Ando? Yeah, I uh, since that Baltimore-Buffalo game a couple weeks ago when the Bills looked dead in the water and Allen turned everything on and came back to win that game, I I thought Allen and I thought Allen was going to prevail. And I think a lot of it is a lot of it is him and his team. The other part is, like he said, without Tyreek Hill. This Kansas City team doesn't quite. Ha- I mean, they might still be the second best team, but right now they're not. They're not better than the Bills, and I think the Chiefs know that. And I think that's why, like earlier today, the they cleared a whole bunch of cap space by restructuring Kelsey's contract for this season. And mm-hmm. I think they're going to make a move and pull another wide receiver in, whether they sign Beckham or they make a trade, because it's only a couple weeks before the mm-hmm. trade deadline. I think the Chiefs know I agree. it. And I think they're bringing somebody in or going to try to because they they need in order to keep pace with the Bills they need the they I think they need another receiver they need another weapon to try and give Kelsey some breathing room and because Smith Schuster and Scantling just aren't they're not Tyree Kill right. and no. I yeah. mean nobody is Tyree Nicole Hardman who I always hoped <laughs> it's like he looks kind of <laughs> like Tyree Kill he's little <laughs> uh, yeah man I I agree. Um, 
I was thinking to myself, Josh Allen has this handled. I can't help but feel that way, even though I'm a Jet fan and going into this game, if the Bills had lost, the Jets would have been in first place because they don't have a divisional loss and the Bills lost to the Dolphins. So, and that's also a common opponent. I don't think it gets to common opponent until later. I think it just starts with divisional losses. So I was, but then I couldn't fucking help it. I was like cheering for the Bills. <laughs> I'm watching the game and I'm like, Josh Allen is like, he's my hero. Like this motherfucker just runs people over. You know, and he if he's is not running you over. He carves them up with a scalpel. He's yeah, like, that's the there. thing uh, is how he has that ability. I mean, Mahomes is amazing still, but I just felt like they, I felt like they felt overwhelmed and rightfully so. Uh, even though it was such a close game, when you look at the box score, it's uh, no one scored in the first quarter. Then it's 10-10, 7-7, And it felt mm. like that. It was such a tight game. Uh, yeah. I think both of the defenses seemed to be capable, yet who could be capable of stopping these offenses? But then again, it's like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I'm sorry, this motherfucker's <laughs> got to go. I'm done. Give Pacheco the ball. Just let him be the fucking starting quarter uh, running back. I like him. He he doesn't always do great, but he seems to have like some kind of spark. And that's true too, that Kelsey is the only one capable of like a big chunk, a uh, uh, um, explosive play, but the bills either Diggs or Davis can do that. Even fucking Devin Singletary, who's been around forever. I really like Dawson Knox too. Their tight end, I think yeah. he's an underrated. I guy mean, they're too. just they really. I don't know, man. I think that the Bills and their defense is fun too. Uh, aggressive. Who was who's that dude? Who is that white dude with the greasy hair? I can't remember who was that. Wasn't that uh, Matt Milano? Um, he was running around. I don't know. I just felt like I. I don't know. I, I just feel like. I can't say too much more about the Chiefs than you guys said, which I agree with. And look at how great Tyree Kill is doing on the Dolphins. It seems like he'd be doing great anywhere. You know, because it's about Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. That that game also was the uh, kind of showed you. Josh Allen. Josh Allen is the first quarterback to ever beat Mahomes twice at Arrowhead Stadium. After that, ooh, that's a good stat, Ando. Yeah, and Mahomes. Yeah, two interceptions. I mean. Allen, uh, it's just, yeah, what a game. What a great game. I, I think we're going to see that game again. Moving on, um, I wanted to talk about, unless you guys want to bring a, something up, we didn't have something in the notes, but um, I had just to kind of talk about together the Bucks and 49ers games, um, which I thought, because I think we've all been kind of wondering about both of those teams and how good they may or may not be. And I think that the 49ers look like garbage and the Bucks kind of look like garbage too. <laughs> Tom Brady is not, I mean, the Steelers, really? The Steelers are bad. It's like Mike Tomlin, what a great head coach. How did he win that game? I mean, it's just, you know, it's funny. Uh, I Because I picked them in my eliminator, like double, 
Brett's pool where we pick, got to pick the same team. <laughs> and I said, and you have to punt four times, meaning there's four uh, times you can't pick. So I go, I'll just do the bucks this week and then do one of my punts to get back on the board. And I'm just like, and I'm looking at it. I go, could they lose this game in Pittsburgh? <laughs> I'm like, Kenny Pickett and Tomlin. I'm like, there's no way. This is going to be the TB12 FU game. Now, I made the pick and didn't change it. I didn't know he went to Kraft's wedding on Friday and didn't fly with the team and didn't go through the walkthrough. And, um, you know, there's a lot going on there. And it's bad because I'm a big – I know you're not Axel. And Ando, you're probably hit or miss. But I'm a huge Brady fan. I am you? a I am a Brady fan. Yes, I oh, like okay. Brady. Yeah, okay. I'm, a, uh, I've been I'm off the podcast. I quit. <laughs> All right, I quit Ando the podcast. Oh, I'm whoa, whoa, you quit? <laughs> um, oh, I would just have to say though, I was looking at some stats here for the Bucks. Four for fourteen on third down. That is not very unbrady like. Yeah. That is like I was shocked when I saw that, and I watched um, like half this game on the whistle to whistle, and yeah, Brady just looks off. You, everyone keeps on saying like, "Oh, he doesn't have someone to pass to." Godwin is there, Evans is there, Mike Evans is there, Leonard Fournette's Fournette. there, Br- Cameron yeah. Brait is there. <laughs> you know, like I'm gonna say before I was rudely interrupted. I mean, sorry. not rudely interrupted, but uh, stat interrupted. Interrupt you. Uh, yeah, he quit the podcast, then gave stats, then came back on, which is good. Well, good to have you back, buddy. That was, that was a hell of a strike, Axel. Was a that, was a, that was a hell of a that was a hell of a run just now. It's like it was like a season yeah, finale, a I season know. premiere, all in an off season, all in one. Show. Um, no, but what I'm what, what I'm gonna say is I love TB12 Tom Brady to the max, but I'm putting a lot of the blame this season on him. Yeah, and I normally don't will not blame Brady. He's like you know, but. This is has a lot to do with Brady, and I know he's yelling at his offensive. I mean, there's a lot going on that we'll never know, we'll never figure out. But I'm telling you guys, and you guys know this. Not only do you have to have the talent, and you have to be set up to succeed, you got to have that team chemistry. And if some of the guys are like turning their heads, like, "Oh, does he think he's you know too big for his you know for the team?" That's when stuff. Aaron Rodgers, same thing. Could, could stuff like that be going on where they have had enough, you know, and I got to admit as much as you hate Bruce Arians, Todd Bowles, ain't a head football coach and Axel can attest to this. Uh, he <laughs> I, is not I have to agree. Football, he, head football coach. He's not, he only coached he, this, like the jets had in a row, him and Gase who only coached half the team. And, um, that's not I don't I don't like that. And that's why I like Sala because he is not like I'm going to do the defense and he I mean he kind of is, but he he has a lot to do with the offense and he he tries to take a more holistic approach. But yeah, I agree with you man. I think Brady's I mean, playing bad, but their defense too doesn't have the same fire that they had. Um, no, they, I mean, after week one, you're like, this is the greatest defense ever. And they, sh- you know, shut the Packers down. But then, you know, oh, the Packers have problems. Yeah. This, this, this team has, has issues like a lot of teams in this NFL, the Niners one week look unstoppable. The next week look like crap. Yep. I yep. mean, so, yeah. I mean, they did beat Carolina the week. I mean, I know they had two road games on the other end of America, but like, 
you, you know, when you think about it, what what what, do you, what was the game the Niners? Oh, they dominated the Rams. Okay, yep. Rams aren't as good as they were. Um, you know, so now you look at that Carolina. They beat. They lost to Denver. Like so. Are the Niners? I mean, they scare me because they beat my Cowboys last year in the playoffs. So I'm still my head's ringing a little bit against the couch. But around the couch, I think they're, you know, I the, a lot of these teams aren't as good as we thought they were. So that's what makes it. That's why we're seeing a lot of bad football. But also, again, just make the tournament, make the playoffs, and you can. Who knows? Um. Was there any other games that either of you watched that you enjoyed or thought we should uh, kind of take note? You know, the Giants beat the Ravens, the Patriots beat the Browns. Um, What do you have? The uh, Bengals just basically squeezed by the Saints. Any anything else, guys? Gino, oh, I, we got to watch the Gino watch. Gino's jaw, yeah, the Gino's <laughs> jaw section of the pod. The Gino jaw, Ik Dropper. who was the guy who punched him. Hundred ninety-seven yards, twenty for thirty-one, forty-eight yards rushing, no interceptions again, no touchdowns either. It was only a nineteen to nine win, but the Cardinals are pretty ugly too. Dude, that, oh, this man. was we Tyler, we've been just talking about it. baseball. Yeah. yeah, we talked about the Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler. There's stuff going on there. Mm-hmm. I mentioned it f- from my sources, but you could tell on the field. And now they traded for Robbie Anderson because uh, the coach sent Robbie <laughs> Anderson <laughs> home. Yeah, another oh, locker room calming presence to bring in. That'll be that should be. Fun. Y- yeah. yeah, I mean exactly. that. Wow, good, good. and I mean, perfect. Right, that shows oh. such bad. I right. That's like that's yeah. like people who are going to divorce, and then they're like, "No, let's have a kid. That'll yeah, bring us exactly together." Right. I mean, Robbie <laughs> Anderson like, is in not going to fix the Cardinals. They are not. Yeah. He's not going to fix the Cardinals. I, Cardinals are a mess. Yep. Yeah. And I, and so that's one thing. Um, but Gino, you know the Patriots, man. Can I just say again? So happy for him. Say yeah. Go go, Gino. That's again. it. Yep. Just want to shout him out. Good job, Gino. Happy for you. Keep winning, baby. The, uh, before we move on to the next section, I've got a couple little fun stats from the week, too, from the weekly games that we might have. Real quick, Ando. Yes, go ahead. I just want to say I really thought the Browns would beat the Pats, and the Pats mm. just Bailey Zappi. Yep. Don't worry, be Zappi, guys. They're <laughs> starting. He's starting to do Belichick. Belichick's starting to do things again, and this yeah. defense is really good. Ramondre, Ramondre Stevenson, yes. how do you pronounce his name? Yep. He's, I mean, he's stepping it up. Um, you know, the pa- Patriots are going to be fun. I, now, like, Agreed. Patriots, Jets is going to be, like, a fun, oh, I can't hey, wait. Hey, man. So, I, think, I think it says something about the, pa- the Pats, too, that, like you mentioned earlier, Brady went to that wedding and skipped the Saturday. Belichick didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I mean, and that, he's still it, on the team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly he's the one right. who's still. You know what's weird? Him. You know what's weird when they said that? I'm like, oh, it should be okay because, and I'm like, oh shit, no, he's on Tampa Bay. Yeah. Like for a second there, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, Belichick didn't go, but Belichick was probably like, Brady, go ahead, we got this. <laughs> and then I told him, oh no, Brady's in Tampa, dumbass. All right, so. yeah, crazy man. <laughs> All right. The, uh, um, oh well, before we oh, go, yes, I got a couple, fun, funny couple quick ones. 
uh, the Ravens. From the bar Lamar, stool. From the bar Lamar, stool. This yeah. is Ando oh, from the yes. bar stool. I like from the bar stool. Lamar Jackson, it's his first time ever losing to an NFC team as starting quarterback this last what? week. Wow. Yep. Uh, the Giants had their third double-digit comeback of the season, which wow. the Giants, I still can't, still can't believe it. Um, I know. For the season, the Chicago Bears have 34 first down receptions. Cooper mm. Cup has 35. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The, I'm, so, I'm uh, surprised the Bears oh, have Cup, 35. Yeah. yeah, well, they did get a few of that game. I watched a little bit of that game, and, you know, we have been trashing the hell out of uh, Justin Fields, but Johnson, no off- that offensive <laughs> yes, line right, is right. so god awful. I mean, I felt yeah, bad for bad. Yeah. It's bad. And my final fun stat of the game is the Bills are outscoring opponents by sixteen, an average of 16 points a game. The Broncos are averaging 15 points a game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the Broncos. We'll talk about them. Yeah. Good stuff. That was some of my fun stats that I had compiled over the the last couple days. Nice. I like this from the bar stool. Um, I like to shout out the Giants and just say this is what I say about the Giants playing to their strengths. That's what how I think they coach. That's how I think they're winning. Because I watched this one on the whistle to whistle, and it was just like they're not great. They fuck up a lot, um, and they make mistakes, and it's kind of messy. But Daniel Jones will just kind of will something to happen, <laughs> and you know Saquon will get a good first down or something. I just they're they're just they're, they're winning as a team, yeah. and the they're not saying Andrew good too. Andrew Jones, the, Daniel the, Jones, go win the game for a. They're you know you have a healthy Barkley, exactly. which is they their lines have improved their defense. This Wink Martindale, you know the Cowboys went in and took care of business. At MetLife, so relax, Giant fans. Not just, but but no, hey, got to give them credit. They're winning. They're well coached, and yes. that's what yep. scares me about them. Because when you have a damn good coach like a Belichick, so far, Dayball, I mean, it, 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 that goes a long way in this NFL because there's a lot of bad coaching as well. Mm-hmm. So there is true, and the, uh, and I oh, I forgot one thing before we move on. I Brett will kill me if I don't mention. I've missed one of my notes here. And I texted you guys in the in the afternoon that somebody had reanimated the corpse of Matty Ice, and he <laughs> passed Dan Marino on the all time yardage list this weekend. Oh, he is wow. now seventh all time on passing yards. Wow! Oh my God! Oh wow, man! And no and no fake uh, and no fake spikes. That's uh, that's quite a record. <laughs> Just goes to show you how good how Marino was a quarterback before his time oh, man. Yep. with, with, he was I amazing. mean, cause he was doing that in the eighties and the nineties yep. and uh, now, you know, so now you got to take some passing uh, categories with a grain of salt nowadays, yeah, but I mean, even, Matt, Matt, you know, even with that one, it's set next up on the list for him. And he could pass both of these guys to become fifth all time. Philip rivers and Ben Roethlisberger are ahead of him. So it's, Good. I mean, I hope he Marino being there is just crazy. Uh, Marino yeah. is still remains the best quarterback not to win a Super Bowl. Not Tony Romo. Okay. Okay. No, it's. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, <laughs> no I'm Marino. kidding. <laughs> Marino is one of the greatest. I saw him ever. live two time, uh, once a year, I should say, for uh, almost his whole career, and he was fucking amazing, man. Yeah, no, awesome. He was always pissed off. Always. 100% of the time always looked like he was going to fucking yell at somebody. 
Um, Dude, him and Jim Kelly, man, yeah, two of my all-time oh, favorites. God, yeah, Love both of those guys. Oh. All right, let's move to the onside kick. We're putting it in the middle of the uh, game here. We're doing an onside kick before halftime. Um, and the first thing is, I added this just before we came on. This is we don't have to get deep into this, but the NFL announced today in Amazon that there's starting next year. There's going to be a Black Friday game. There's going to be an extra game after Thanksgiving on Amazon. Great. It's going to be Bears, uh, yeah. Texans. I, That's, I, oh, wait, we had that already. Be, we had I that. mean, they're not going to put the Lions or the Cowboys on that, right? So is this going to no, be a new tradition? Well, we also don't – do we still have that third game on Thanksgiving or are they moving that game? To Amazon Prime, how does that work? I that's usually an NBC know. game, I think. I don't uh, well, know. One of, is it one of those that. usually in a? Uh, is it NBC NFL, or Network? NFL Network? Yeah. It's gone back and forth, I think, or they do a simulcast. I can't remember. Um, that's a good question, Ando. Uh, can we quickly look up? Uh, I'm doing it as you're talking. All right. Yeah, because I'm wondering where they take this game from because they have the Thursday night games, unless because they're not having a Thursday night game. But if they announced it today, you'd think they would have announced it before the season. Well, uh, I so think this it's is for a... 2023. I don't think it's for this season. Okay, well, this... Oh, oh okay. I think. Okay. That's, not I'm not positive. Okay. I thought that's what I saw. This year, the Bills and the Lions play Thanksgiving morning. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. What a great day over. of football. Then the, the Giants over. play the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Okay. Then... The Patriots play the Vikings. Oh, oh that's Thanksgiving night. Yeah. What state? What? What's the network? Ooh, what's um, the network? Uh, it's not saying. They should say the, the Pats network. Pats Vikings. Yeah. Pats nice. Vikings. Ando. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm getting great excited. Football man. I knew they had oh the Pats god. this year. I didn't realize it was on Thanksgiving. Oh, I like that. That's a good day. I mean, granted, it's the Lions, but you know what? Bet the over in that one. Bills, Lions. I got Josh Allen in my fantasy okay. team. So um, one okay. of my teams. Buffalo Bills, Bills, Lions is uh, CBS. Is CBS. Yeah, probably CBS. Yep. Giants, Cowboys is Fox, which hopefully is Roma. Oh, wait. No, Roma is Roma. No, Roma was CBS. CBS. He's CBS. Roma right. CBS. So he'll do It'll Bills. be Burkhart and Greg Olson, probably. Yeah. Okay. And then Patriots, Vikings are NBC. Oh, so. Uh, so it'll be Merle Olson <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Bob Trumpy or whatever. <laughs> um, Bob Newhart. Um, okay, Bob that's Trumpy. interesting. That was a deep cool. cut, Heath. I like All that. Right. Well, that we was got a deep into, cut. That I used was... to love. I used to love oh, NBC. Oh no, go go, Axel. It's oh, your show. I was just uh, no, no. I'm, I I yeah, I agree too. Solo. <laughs> the Jets used to always be on NBC. Yeah, I like those eighties yeah. NBC. I just loved I loved I the vibe them. with yep. NBC. It just had this Bob Costas yes. did NFL Live. Oh, uh and like it just I don't know, it was kinda I liked it a lot. I liked it too. It it, it felt real Will McDonough oh. would have the inside scoops. Like you, know, you had no internet then, so yeah. whatever he said, it was like, Oh my god. NBC <laughs> is always a very New York station because, you know, they're right there, Rockefeller Center, right? Right, so right. I think as a person living in New Jersey and New York, you do associate a lot of like home stuff to NBC uh, because yep. you were living in New it. England. Same thing. Yeah. Same so thing. 
I used to love, and it's funny you should mention Bob Costas. I just started watching baseball again, and oh. I have absolutely loved Ron Darling and Bob Costas. Oh, Costas calls a great game. They I love him. And Ron Darling. They did a like special. Half asleep. Darling's great. He, but he's half asleep, but he's fantastic. John Smoltz is really good when Fox gets the World Series. If you check out again, Smoltz okay. is outstanding. And uh, But there was one time it was MLB Network, because that's where Costas, once in a while they would do a Thursday game and Costas would be the announcer. So you get like a little special. And he, him and Al Michaels did a broadcast together not too long ago. Michaels went back to football for one night with Costas. It was great. It was just, it was a lot of fun. I think it was like Mets Giants or something, but it was, I just love, again, we're in the nostalgia area where era, you know, at our age and it's just stuff that brings you back to childhood and stuff. I just, it starts to really like, Oh yeah. Definitely buddy. Definitely. I do miss NBC having games. Um, all right. Keep it moving. Um, one of the things that I thought would be fun to look at right now, since we are with the 17 game season going into the seventh week, about a third of the way through, right? Or a little more yeah, than that. About that little more, but, um, so yeah. I thought it'd be fun to look at if the playoffs were today. So oh. if the playoffs were today, we would have, this is the AFC, the bills, the chiefs. Bills for AFC East, of course. Chiefs win AFC West. The Titans at three and two would win the AFC South. The Ravens at three and three would win the AFC North. And then you would have the three wild cards because now there's seven teams, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The Chargers and the Jets would take the traditional old spots, and the Colts would get that new spot that I that plays. So. Axel, yes. Go, go, go. A step further. Buffalo would get the bye. Mm-hmm. Two would play seven. Who? What would that matchup be? Chiefs. Do you have that in front of you? Colts. Chiefs. Colts. So Colts would be going to Arrowhead. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three six would be Titans Jets, baby. Oh, so Jets going into Tennessee. Yeah. Winnable game, baby. Winnable game. Totally. And then the most and then what's the four five. Maybe. Well, except the Chargers. The, Ravens Chargers. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good matchup. Yeah, Chargers. rematch of Lamar's rookie year. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I just think Herbert is needs to take a couple games off, honestly. Yeah, Watching he's not game, the same QB. No. Uh-uh. And they need Keenan Allen too, yeah. but yeah, they're still He's Chargers are still four and two, even with even with their injuries. That's and, crazy. That's crazy. And how bad is Denver? Oh my lord! Oh, what and a Russell could be out. Team. Oh, that, that, so I wonder boring. if that's a good thing. <laughs> Wait, is Russell? Who the hell is, is the Russell backup? Wilson hurt? Yeah, hamstring. yeah, he's and he's got oh. something with his lap. Wow. Okay. So he's been playing through. So and that's they, it hasn't come out yet. Because I be keep everyone saying he's not running, and then they did three design runs in a row in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter. Did you see that? And I was like, "What the fuck are they doing?" Yep. And then they didn't go back to it really, yeah. even though he had to run some other times. But I think there's more to the Russ Wilson thing, kind of like the Tom Brady thing. I think there's more going yeah. on that we don't know. Oh, about. There's. Do you hear all the stuff coming out of Seattle? Yeah, former players and stuff. Yep. Huh. Yeah, it's, it's kind of sad. You know, it, I mean, I didn't realize how hated he was. Yeah. Yep. Like I had no idea. And, and even he, fans were like they tolerate him because they won a Super Bowl, but 
I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, I didn't know this stuff. I thought they loved Russell hustle and bustle. I don't know, man. He has always uh, appeared to me or I guess because like he's married to like Sierra or something. Isn't she like a yeah, rapper singer. or singer or something? And yep. I think that he is seen as a, as being, as the young people say, very thirsty and always oh. needing attention and always trying to be like a boy scout and like, you know what I'm like the West coast, Tom Brady or something, right? Like well, he's, there was back when he was in so, college, he was, uh, he was at Wisconsin. So, I mean, there was always, there's always a big, obviously Minnesota, Wisconsin, a huge rivalry there. And there was always rumblings about that kind of stuff with Wilson, mm-hmm. but it was, I always assumed it was just, just stuff that was like just rivalry crap that people make up, like the student body mm-hmm. makes up and stuff. But there, I had heard those kind of rumblings before, so I wasn't entirely surprised, but I don't know. We'll never mm-hmm. know. Marshawn, Marshawn Lynch seemed to have like no kind words for him. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of sad, but, um, and you know, right, I yeah. like Lynch. He seems like a straight shooter. So yeah, definitely. He was on Westworld. Um, yes, he was. <laughs> let's see. It was awesome. So, so, the NFC? thing that surprises me oh. here is that we don't see some teams that I think if we project ahead for the AFC, right? Like if we talk about this again after the 12th game, right? Um, I would expect that perhaps we'll see the Bengals there, maybe. Maybe, maybe the yeah. Patriots, maybe. Yeah. Anybody? Maybe no. I don't think the Dolphins. Well, two is coming back. Can they? Can they become? He's supposed to come back this weekend. Yeah, so, two are healthy. There's a good shot they could. There you go. You know. You know. So yeah. I mean, it's and I mean, I know the Raiders are the mm, that's, by record the worst team, but they have so much talent. No. Could they go on a run? That's what, still, like you said, yeah. what's what's going to happen over the next five weeks. We're going to see some runs. We're going to see people tail off. It should start to clear it up, but it, you know, it's going to come down to the end, especially with that seventh spot. It's going to come down the last couple of weeks anyway. So, all right. That's so what, what do you think, Ando? Well, I, I don't think, I mean, the, either the Colts or the Titans, one of them is going to drop out. There's not going to be two teams from that division in the playoffs. Good so call. I, yep. I could see, nice. I could see the jets holding on and the chargers and the Raven, the rest of the I could see in there. So that leaves either the Bengals, Dolphins, or Pats for that last spot. I still think the Bengals are that team. Mm-hmm. I think they're they're I think they're gonna figure it out again at some point here. I mean there there was signs of life this week with Chase. So yeah. and I, what scares me, Ando, is the collapse of this Baltimore defense mm-hmm. in second halves. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not doing the, the Philly collapse because Philly collapses a little bit, but they still hold on. The Ravens defense is just collapsing. So maybe and, and I mean, maybe maybe they're the team that falls out too. Because if you look at the standings, they're tied with the Ravens. They just don't have the tiebreaker. So yeah, because the Ravens, Ravens could, beat them. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, maybe the Ravens could drop out too. I th- well, you're saying with the Dolphins. And they just. After- oh, go ahead. They just. I'm sorry, Ando. It just came to my head, and they signed to Sean Jackson, the Ravens did for a deep <laughs> threat today. That's. I mean, when's enough? Enough, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, <laughs> the thing with the uh, retire the old people why not take a ch- that's what i don't get why don't you take a chance on a young guy 
You know what I'm saying? And and really like feature him in a quarter and see if it works. Why do you bring in these old fucking people? I don't I don't know. Just wait get hurt and Josh Gordon here in a week. You know what's gonna happen. Oh my oh. god. That is my most hated thing. It's like enough is enough. He hasn't been good in yeah. seems like yeah. twenty years. Seems like he's been in the league on and off for the last thirty years. It's it's really- like enough. He had what, one good year? <laughs> Mm-hmm. the Browns um, or something I, I would think I kind of agree I, I agree with you Andy I think that um, the Colts uh, who I don't think would have been on this list last week um, I think you're going to fall off but yeah you just you never know I mean but I think most of the other teams Jags, Broncos, Browns, Steelers, Texans, Raiders, that, that you can write them off. Well, I think, the, at this the thing point. with the Colts, too, they're in the tight. The Titans have played one less game because they had a bye. They're three and two. The Colts are three, two and one. Mm. So they're only, I mean, it's, they're not really that far behind. The, the Do they play the this Dol- week? The thing I was going to say with the Dolphins, too, yeah, watching so a large chunk of that game, the Dolphins don't, make, if they don't make mistakes, they can still yeah. they can clean up the penalties and the turnovers. Yep. They could still be dangerous. I mean, with those wide receivers and their defense That's is pretty good. Saying. They held the Vikings defense in pretty good check. Two for most of AFC that game. East best division in football. NFC East. Yep. AFC East, exactly like you said, Solo. <laughs> um, all right, let's move it. Speaking of the A- uh, NFC East, let's go over Ooh. to the uh, NFC National. Football we got. Eagles, Vikings, Buccaneers, 49ers, Giants, Cowboys, Rams are the wild cards. Giants, mm. Cowboys, Rams. So Eagles would get the bye. Yep. Eagles mm-hmm. get the bye. And then what is it? 2-6? Two, 2-7. Six, two, so, seven. two so, seven. so that would be Vikes, Rams. Ooh. Ooh, nice. That'd be yeah. nice. Good be good for you. And then we got three six. Am I right yep. about that? Yep. Yeah, Tampa, you're good, Dallas. buddy. Yep. Cowboys. Revenge. Bucks. Revenge. Revenge. We go beat Tom Brady on the yep. road for That'd the first awesome. time in Cowboys history. Then go beat the Eagles, knock them off, and then play the Vikings for the NFC Championship. Oh, and me and Ando. Man. Sign me up. Going nuts, then, going nuts. In old school, <laughs> 19, early 80s, Niners versus the Giants. Oh, I, see, when you bring that up, Folo, like when it's like Bears, Washington, Niners, Giants, like it does bring you back to those 80s matchups in the playoffs. Harry Carson uh, and Dwight Clark. Oh hard over the middle. Knocking Montana out. Yeah. Remember, remember the year the Giants knocked Montana out? Oh, my God. Oh, I thought Montana man. was dead. Uh, Phil Sims, what a prick! Phil Love Sims. him. Phil Sims, seriously, a classic prick. There's no other way to put it, and I think he'd appreciate that. What <laughs> well, a there man. you go. What yeah. a guy. I love. I love the behind the scenes. There's some Parcel Sims stuff on the. You know how they have a lot of the sideline stuff from NFL films. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's hilarious. It they're is. they're drawing at each other yeah. and. Uh, he did not Parcells give a fuck, Phil Sims. He still doesn't. No, he doesn't. Um, he really that CBS old man broadcast. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Thank God they have Nate Burleson on there. God. But I mean, you got Tower Sims. I don't even. You know what? If you were to ask me, 
Umer. who is who does the halftime shows and the pregame shows i couldn't even tell you because i never watch those ever i fast forward I, I just start the game neither do i and you know, at halftime i go to another game i was just thinking about that earlier heath when you were saying how we you had to tune into the pregame show to to find that information and since mm-hmm. the internet's been there and you can check all that crap on your phone i have the same thing i haven't watched the halftime shows or the Pre or post game ever? Anyway. They're not that good. The only reason they're, I they're not good. Stupid. Terry Brown. They're not good. Shaw, like, There's too on. many people. Ugh. It's not. I mean, I love the old Brent Musburger, Jimmy the Greek, but even though you know Jimmy the oh, Greek, that was he was the best you know, dude because yeah. he would he would talk about gambling, and then you know Costas, and it's just like I don't know, there's something special about it. But yeah, now with internet and every everyone's trying to one up each other and do these bits and do and then you know i mean i love kimmel and the boys and all that but like whenever they would do that those bits and then they would go back to the studio and they all fake laugh like they give a shit it ruins it's just so annoying really so annoying i don't like i don't understand you know it's just too much you would think like that they would hand one of these uh, I mean, but I guess it's so valuable. It's the you know, like it's the best. It's the highest rated television show ever. People do NFL. watch. It. You'd think they like hand it off to like one of these like Anna like PFF do like the PFF halftime show, and all it is a bunch of nerds talking about stats or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, tr- give it a shot. Maybe people would actually watch it. But I guess people do watch. Like, you know what they? I don't know the, the next. You know what? You bring up a great point. You know what they should do with the next generation? I'm telling you, it may not it may not work for a long time, but it would be interesting. I would love to see educated fans be on a pregame show or even a broadcast Ooh, just to get that fan element. Now, it can't be just some drunk you bring in. The, it has to be someone who knows, you know, what they're so talking about. The, 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 drunk might so be, the drunk might not be terrible. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Those are the funnest, man. Um, but oh, like okay. something different, something different to get a different perspective because they've, it, how do you save them? I mean, granted, they get their ratings. They're going to be on. But like, honestly, I would never, I mean, the Fox one's a little too much, um, you know, uh, and, and then the CBS is like, it's like corpses doing the, you know, is I mean, Jimmy I mean, Johnson's very, still on it. You know, he they I think he makes appearances, but Sean Payton's been on the Fox okay, one. I don't even know. With Howie, I think Strahan's still on there. Really? Strahan too? He does like everything on yeah, television. Yeah, I think he I is know. too. You know, I got to say um, one thing. There was a couple uh, a couple of the Thursday night games. I've had him on in the background and I forget to shut it off. And I actually there's too many people on it, but I kind of like the their post game. I really like Richard Sherman and Ryan Fitzpatrick are really good. I wish they would pair that lineup down, but I think they're actually That's Amazon. Some refreshing takes. That's yeah. Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. Yeah, sorry. Amazon. Amazon. Did, what did I say? I don't know. I, said, I don't uh, think you said it. Hulu Plus. No, no I, I think know. I said, well, Thursday night. Oh, That's okay. Th- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yep, yeah, the, I want to point that out. Give Andrew that. a Amazon break. Did a his, good team, job. his team's five and one. He's the king of the pod right now. There's, I'm there's sorry, too man. many. There's too many guys <laughs> on that, on that, on that thing. Yeah. It's still kind of the confusing thing, but Fitzpatrick and Sherman, and even Gonzalez, Tony Gonzalez is there too. I, yeah. He's been good too. I, yeah. I, I think there's something yeah. there. They just need to figure out how to pare it down a little bit and make it a little. I agree. I, you know, you know, I, I do like Howie Long, but because there's so much going on, I don't know. There's a lot of his analysis that gets lost because he has to 
because Terry's doing this weird shit, and, <laughs> you know, and Strahan's got to be, you know, whatever. I mean, Strahan's not, I mean, they're not, let's just say th- these guys aren't bad. I mean, even the corpses on oh, CBS. Oh, no, I'll say it. I mean, I'll, I'll say it's they so know. low. They're ba- it's schlock. <laughs> it's terrible. I don't understand it. It's like, it's like they're mocking themselves doing well, they've a become halftime characters show. Of themselves. Yeah, yeah. It's just, well, what I want to know, though. Yeah. What I want to know now, Nate Burleson is one of the greatest. Mm-hmm. I don't, he's on CBS. He used to be on the NFL Network. He does the Nickelodeon playoff games. Yeah, he's he works. He like is him. the he is he is my favorite. And that's the problem. Like I'll watch the Good Morning Football, and that I you know I don't watch it all the time, but I'm like okay, this is good. Even, you know, even the NFL Live is good. But these pregame shows, like you said, like you're wasting. Maybe a Howie Long who's known football and has sons been in the professional mm, ranks yeah. and he's lost in this cast. Now, do they write their own material? Is this the, you know, who's writing this stuff that they talk about? I mean, so, you know, I don't know. Like, it's just too they much. Each have, dude, they each have producers who fight with each other for right. people to be in seg. You know what I mean? And who gets billing? It's just a bunch of bullshit. It's like fucking somebody should make a Hulu show about a halftime show like this, you know? And it would be, yeah. it, it, would, it would probably be more interesting than the show itself. But to get back to the football. Yeah, let's get back to out the football. Out of, on the bubble in the NFC, we have the Packers second in the NFC North at four and two. The Falcons. Three and three. Oh, three sorry. Three. three and three. I apologize. I was looking at the Jets record. What? They took the um, Jets win away? <laughs> no, sorry. The Packers fans got excited for a second. The Falcons <laughs> at three and three. Second in the NFC South. And then you get the Seahawks, the Saints. And then this is where I think the NFC is a bit more open because I could imagine more all the way down to not the Washington Commandos, but the Arizona Cardinals. Maybe. I mean, they could. I don't know. You know, who knows? Um, Looking at the (laughs) right. I know. But I mean, definitely. (laughs) I know. Okay. They're not. They're not making a run. I'm sorry. So, so then, in the same respect, we have Washington, Arizona, Chicago, Detroit, and Carolina out. Right. Done. I think. I, and I, I, how about I the mean, Saints too? Probably. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Saints, Saints are more on the fringe for me. So then just because. And but the, the Saints also have got they're around got Arizona. Yeah. Too. No, they do, and I, I just I think it might be the allure of. The home field advantage in New Orleans that may not be as home fieldy as it used to be when they were really good with Breeze. So it might. So I may be holding on, kind of like people hold on to Kyler and think True. he's like the next thing. So I may be holding on to that a little bit, but they're not nearly as good as they used to be. Of mm-hmm. course, agree. I think the interesting thing here is that that fourth seed. There's four teams all at three and three: the Rams, the Packers, the Falcons, and the Seahawks. It's two teams that are doing Jeez. a lot worse than we all thought, the Rams and the Packers, and two teams that are doing a lot better than we thought they would, the Seahawks and the Falcons. I think that's going to be interesting to see yeah. which one of those four rises up out of that because it's yeah. – like the Rams hope. and the Packers, either one of them seems like they're – I mean, they should. Playoffs, but, they should, yeah. but maybe that this is just not their year. Like mm-hmm. Because I'm thinking you know, the Rams are still the world champs. And, you know, the Cowboys beating the Rams in L.A., I was just, you know, I talked about the PTSD I have with Rams losses through my lifetime. I just, I guess I I hold that still high because they're the champs, but they're just, I mean, they just lost their left tackle for the season. I mean, Cam Akers is like, (laughs) 
He's going to be traded like he's done with football? What happened? I'm I'm sorry. When you said I just lost my left, ta- I thought you were going to say testicle. Oh yeah, no, no, no. So no, that's wow. next week. I don't know why. Axel's fifteen made- again. <laughs> Listen, we get to a certain point in this podcast, and I'm just feeling good and happy. I know. Can we do the thinking- Can we do the spreads or something yet? We, we, yeah. All right. Well, we're supposed to do with this earlier. I would like to say one thing. The Giants <laughs> are five and one. The Vikings are five and one. The Bills are five and one. And the Eagles are undefeated at six and oh. Of those teams, which do you think will continue on this trajectory? Wow, groundbreaking question. Um <laughs> I'm trying to redeem myself for the testicle. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can we pick these damn games already? Um, I'm going to tell you right now. Bills Bills will yeah. continue. Eagles will because of their schedule. Uh-huh. Um, Giants, I think, are going to fall back a bit, but probably possibly still make the playoffs. But it's only, you know, most teams have only played six games. Uh, you know, I I can't remember what else. Vikings, I still you – know, picked, we picked them to win the division. Well, me and you did. Axel mm-hmm. picked the Packers, yep. I believe. Yep, uh, you're so, um, But they're all beatable. They're all beatable. Yeah. Bills are the one team that I think I'd be the most afraid of. Uh, but for the NFC, we, we wouldn't have to face them to the Super Bowl. And if that's the case, then bring that on because that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, you know what I mean? But I'm, um, I'm the same yeah. way you are, Heath. I think the Bills are the only team that can really – that's the only team I can see really sustaining this. I mean, as much as I'd love to see the Vikings go 15 and one, that's not happening. And the, the Eagles are beatable. The other teams are much more, the bills have the least amount of flaws. So I think that's the team to go with right now. The other ones yeah. are all beatable. And it's, with 11 games left Axel, it's like, we just, you know, the injury factor, we don't know. Great point. You know, so, Garner Minshew could be damn. the quarterback in week yep. 12 for the Eagles. That is such a good point because we, that's what scares had, me. You know, there have been so many other years where like five starting quarterbacks get knocked out. You know what I'm saying? And like, oh, remember that year? I think weeks. it was like, was it the COVID year or what? There was one year where everyone was. Yeah. Losing, Good point. Losing so, them like well, flies. Good well, point. and now it's just the Miami Dolphins that have lost five starting quarterbacks. So maybe yeah, they're just right. alone. All of them. True. Jesus. Well, and, you know, and one thing, I mean, again, I'm not an asshole. I'm an asshole, but I'm not an asshole <laughs> Cowboys fan. And I'm realistic. And, the reason why I'm glad Cooper Rush at least got these starts and did well is because, God forbid, Dak were to get hurt at the end of the year. At least you know you can be in games with Cooper. He at may, least you know Cooper Rush can come in and throw three interceptions. Three picks, exactly. <laughs> at least I know yeah. that. Go with it. Um, all right. Well, listen, we've been, uh, we've been going through this onside kick. We did have one more thing, though, before we get to the picks, which is – we Solo. supposed to get it to like half hour ago. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Sorry. All right. I'm going to shut up. Stop being snarky. No, that's, I enjoy that's, this. That's your person. You're Al, remember? Yeah. Yeah. yeah keep I'm the Al. snark. The snark can not go snark. anywhere. I'm it's all Dan, in good fun. I'm Dan like Dierdorf. Stephen A. That's why I Stephen A. Has the shtick. That's my shtick. Yep. The snark. Half the podcast needs to be your snark and my giggling reacting to your snark. So <laughs> you, can't, exactly. you can't stop that. Um, but uh. we did have. Very special that I love that Solo did this too because this is uh, oh, thank this you. Is, I think this is the week to start doing this too. 
Yeah, I felt yeah. that way too. Yep. Well, let's actually let's tell them. Let's tell the audience what we're doing. It's Solo's power rankings for the NFL. Yeah, so I did power rankings. I was going to tease it and do it next week, but then I was at the computer. I'm like, I'm going to do it now. So I'm not going to go through all 32 teams, but I will say the Panthers, I have the worst with the Commodores, the Commodores, the the Commanders, 31, Texans, 30, Cardinals, 29, Bears, 28. Um, I'll go top seven since I like sevens. I have at number seven, I have the Patriots. Number six, I have the Jets. Nice. Number five, I have the Vikings. Number four, the Cowboys. Number three, the Chefs. Number two, the Eagles. And number one, the Bills. Now, I don't think the e- the Eagles I have to put at two because they're undefeated. I, I like to go. I, I, I do think they're the best team in the NFC, though. I don't think they'll go to the Super Bowl because they can be beaten. I put the Cowboys at four because of their defense and the fact that, mm-hmm. I mean, they have some good wins, Bengals, Rams, Giants with Cooper Rush. Um, Vikings I have at five, even though they're not playing like Ando would want them to play, they're still five and one. And I, you know, so, and, and, and you know, the Jets, I was so impressed with the Jets. I mean, to think at the beginning of the year, I'd have them in week seven, number six. Um, the reason I have them there ahead of the Pats and the, the Giants and even the Niners, uh, Bucks, Chargers, Ravens, Bengals, I have them up there because I think two road wins against the Steelers and winning in Lambeau, I, I put at high regard. Now, if they start losing, of course, they would drop. But, you know, I, I, I'm putting them at six just because I was very, very impressed with them uh, winning two against Steelers and Packers on the road is like for me. Now you could argue the Jeffs could the Jeffs the Jets could be say as you know maybe they should be only as high as maybe fifteen, maybe fourteen, maybe maybe top ten. But I'm not impressed. The Giants, okay, you could Giants and Pats you could have an argument for. Niners just don't impress me right now. Chargers don't impress me. Bucks aren't the same team. Ravens give up too many leads. 13, I have the Bengals. They're, they could jump up. Um, and then I have Falcons at 14, Brett, because I just feel they're really, with the crap they have, they're 3-3, three and three, and you know they deserve to be 14. Rams are down at 15. Titans and Colts, one of them are really going to fall. And then I have Packers, Seahawks, Dolphins, Saints, Jags, Raiders, Browns, Steelers, Lions, Broncos. And then, like I said before, the Bears, Cardinals, Texans, Cucumbers, and Panthers. So um, what do you guys think of the rankings? Um, Tear it apart. Tear it apart. What would you do different? No, in a good way. I would flip. I think that uh, um, I, I, I... In my heart, I would put the Chiefs ahead of the Eagles, but you're right. The Eagles are putting it together. I mean, they're undefeated. I think this is a very good list. I like it. Yeah, I I like it as well. I would makes me yeah, nervous. But. I, I think what you're saying. Yeah, about I know the the Chiefs. For I think the Chiefs are the second best team, but you got to put the Eagles there with their record. The thing that. Uh, the thing that scares me a little bit looking at this is we're, the Vikings, we're going to find out how good they actually are because of your top eight teams. <laughs> By the end of the season, the Vikings will have played every team in the top eight except for the Chiefs. 
They still Jesus have the Bills. Yeah. They've already played the Eagles. The Vikings play the Cowboys. The Vikings play the Jets, the Pats, and the Giants all before. Oh the my end of the God, season. that's a tough, tough route. Yeah. Yeah. Like I at mean, the beginning of the year, it might not seem as tough. But then when you start playing the games, be like, oh, Jets are tough. Jets yeah. are frisky. This, Giants. Yeah. Oh my God. You know that's why I love like. You make your predictions, but you just don't know. But yeah, that, I tell you, if the Vikings can get through that onslaught with maybe only one or two losses, mm-hmm. they're going to hold their own up there because, you know, and that's the thing about these rankings. Week 12 is definitely going to be different, I'm sure, than week seven. Yeah. And as each week goes, you know, it's people are going to drop. Like, I don't have the Raiders last because even though they have the worst record, I think they're better than these Yahoo teams. Yep, the, Cam- the, the Camachos and the Texans and stuff. So, um, but no, it's it's fun because who would have thought you have the Jets and the Vikings and the Cowboys up there? <laughs> I mean, half the top six is our teams, guys. So we we're, we're flying I high. Well, I would say if the Cowboys lose to the Lions, they're dropping out of the top twelve. I'll tell you that. I'll <laughs> well, drop that's them why I down. was laughing before because it, it just makes me nervous that both Andy and I like. I was like, why does this make me nervous? Andy knows too because his team is <laughs> oh, yeah. ranked high. I That's know, what makes yeah, me nervous. I'd be more it's comfortable scary. if the Jets are like twenty three. Okay, you know. I don't know. But I don't know how I, I feel. That's, I'm confused. Makes me scared. <laughs> me too. I don't know how. I can only rank what I see. Well, you know, and luckily, Ando, I don't watch. I haven't watched the Vikings much live. <laughs> Maybe so that's no. good. <laughs> well, um, oh, okay. Speaking of uh, feeling comfortable, let's uh, let's move over to Ando's hammock. And uh, oh. learn about our week six picks, and he's going to take us right into the week seven oh, picks. Oh boy, baby. let's do it! I think we're bending well, the knee. Just like last week, there was some good stuff and some bad stuff. I mean, there's Axel was the only one brave enough to take the Commanders as a win. Um, the Brett actually started very strong. He had the he had the Steelers, the Giants, the Falcons. He picked all those games right. He actually out of the first set he. He was by far the leader at one time was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and one before he oh lost the last gosh. five games of the week. <laughs> or probably still better games, than us. Excuse me, last six games of the week. Um, he th- unfortunately, the, the Browns cost you a little bit, but you also made that up by the only guy that picked the Colts. So wow. there, was some, there was some good picks and some bad picks. And yeah. we have a one guy basically blew us all out of the water and it's the host Axel at nine and five. Ooh, follow like it, baby. Good job the, by you, buddy. The rest of us, even, even though Brett that. jumped out to that huge seven to one lead finished at seven and seven, I finished at seven and seven and solo finished at seven and seven. So, Oh, I, that's better than I thought I did. The, uh, the new standings, Oof. overall standings, Heath is at 26 and 20. Axel jumps into second place at 24 and 22. I'm in third place at 23 and 23. And Brett is 22 and 24. All right. Still in lead. So I bet every one of those games, I'd be up money. (laughs) Yeah, you would be. I guess I'd be be breaking even. And Axel would be making money now, too, after that nine and five. So we have to bend the knee to Axel for this week. So All right. You get... We bend the knee to Sir Axel of House Foley. <laughs> so, thank you. Starting for this week, Af- oh Axel, do you have any words to say about your victory? I will probably yes, use you got this the week. That's <laughs> <laughs> confidence for you. That's a Jet fan for you. Yeah, exactly. You're right. So, starting this week, what we're going to do is we are going to go in 
like what we talked about last week, in order of finish. So since Axel won the week last week, he goes first, then Heath, then me, then Brett. Okay. So our first game okay. is the Thursday night game. Another, I mean, I'm sure Kirk Herbstreit is wondering what the hell he signed up for when he gets these kind of games every week. The Saints at the Cardinals. Cardinals are favored by one and a half points. Axel. Um, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. But this is, uh, oh gosh, I feel hey, like it's better to, than last week's. I know. I feel like as the winner, I should be able to defer. Um, <laughs> this is, uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think either of these teams, as we just talked about, I don't think either of these teams is really too good. Um, What's the spread? Uh, uh, one and a half. For the cardinal, uh, cards are favored by one and a half. One and a half. Okay. Hmm. I am going to go with the Saints. When the Saints, I just think they're playing in. more cohesively. The they have an opportunity, more opportunities on offense. Maybe they can get Taysom more involved again Thursday night. Plus, I love New Orleans. I'm going with the Saints. Oh, in the Saints. Go marching in. Yes, I'm with Axel. I'm taking the Saints on the road. I have no faith in Arizona. I know New Hopkins is back this week, and Robbie Anderson will be fighting with Cliff Kingsbury this week. But I'm going defense, Taysom Hill, the Red Rifle, I think – the Saints will win by a field goal, and Taysom Hill will have two touchdowns, baby. The uh, And before I list the last two picks, Brett has a, a comment before we start. It says, three bad primetime games. It might be a good week for date night with the wifey. And <laughs> I will also – I'm going to have also going to have the picks for the uh, – pick for the Saints, and Brett as as well, and he, he says it better than I can. I'm done with the Cardinals. So All right. All That's my boy, Brett. Awesome. All right. So that means the Cardinals will win? Bet on the Cardinals? Yep, most likely. <laughs> Next okay. up, we have the Giants at the Jaguars. And the Jaguars are a three-point favorite over the 5-1 and one Giants. Why? That's a very good question. That's a fishy line. Yep. As the, the experts would say, Axel. Fishy, fishy, fishy. Wishy, wishy, nishy. It is fishy. Um... Yeah, the Jags just no. I'm taking the Giants in this one, man. Plus 100%. three with the Giants. Mm-hmm. Um, this could be a get-right game for the Jags, and <laughs> not this week, folks. I, I, I'm bought in a little bit to the Giants. I'll be honest. I, I, I Doug Peterson's the coach of the Jags. I think. The Giants have the arrow pointed in their direction for their coaching. Trevor Lawrence, he want you know he just has the tools, but he's just not there yet. Um, you know, I do like. I haven't really watched a lot of the Jags. I know they have a young defense, but they have not been playing well. Giants have a lot of confidence, and this could be a Saquon like record day. As much as I want the Jags to win, I'm taking the Giants plus three. You know, a few weeks ago when the when the Jacksonville had a had a pretty nice game, I know Axel and I were pretty high on them, and I think Keith said maybe we should tap the brakes a little bit. Well, 
you guys better put your seatbelts on because I'm tapping the brakes so hard we're going to fly through the windshield if we don't have them. <laughs> Giants win this game. The Jags are not what I thought they might be. Um, Brett says the li- this line makes no sense. The Giants will win yep. by a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, they're begging you to take the Giants. And yeah. what? <laughs> interesting it'll be interesting to see if the line changes i know we picked kind of early mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how it changes it's this gotta weekend. come back down i mean i can't mm-hmm. imagine that's just nuts. I, 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 yeah i gotta believe it, it it's gonna go to two one and or one and a half it could jump it depends what the sharps do if they put you know so we'll mm-hmm. see up next we have the packers of green bay at the commanders of washington Packers favored by five and a half. Mm, yeah, five and a half. And starting back is Heineke for the Commanders because Wentz yes, has some kind good of surgery, call. right? Yes, his he's out. Finger broke his finger, yeah. I think. Or... Um, and I he like Heineke. Off. I like Brian Robinson, the uh, running back for you know. I don't think they're a great team, but I'm going to pick the Packers here. Even with the five and a half, I feel like that was kind of an embarrassment that the Packers lost to the Jets and the, the Giants and the Jets in a row. Are they that bad? I I don't know. I guess I still somehow believe that they can't be that bad and that Aaron Rodgers is going to get pissed off and and will them to a win. And I think that their defense, they do have a lot of talented people, but uh, they're just not playing good. I don't know. This is a tough one with the five and a half. That's the tough part. Vegas own. Yeah. um, But I'm still going to take the Packers. All right. On the road against the Comanches. Um, Oh, no, I can't say that. The Commandants. Command. Oh, geez. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, the Washington football team. I like that better. It's, you know, commanders. Um, you know, Packers, I just, you just think they're going to cover and they don't against the Giants. They don't against the Jets. You're like, it's, it's just five and a half. The commanders are bad, but could you see Heineke? No, I'm taking the pack. I think they will cover barely. But I think Heineke throws a few picks. I think that actually, actually, I take that back. This should be like a twenty to six game Packers. I I think they should they should win handily. Now, if they don't win, I mean they may not cover. But if they don't win, then seriously, uh, Aaron Rodgers may just start his own football jeopardy midseason and just retire. <laughs> I think uh, by this time next week, we're going to be sick and tired of the articles that say Aaron Rodgers is back after he shreds this <laughs> commander's team because they're not. Uh, and they've got so much other off-field crap going on right now with Snyder and all this other stuff. I think it's yeah. I think the Packers blow them out. Um, Brett has zero faith in Aaron Rodgers, zero faith in the commanders. I don't know what to do. I think when I don't know, I'm just going to start picking the favorite. I call it the solo rule. It worked for me last week with Minnesota <laughs> over Miami. He's, he's right. That's we can good, only use it once. We can only use it once or twice a week. <clears throat> Brett, don't fall for it because I, when we were on our text chain, I was telling Brad, I'm like, damn it, I should just take the points. This is ridiculous. Especially well, in those I'll, first slate I'll of do games. A little, a little tease for you. He may may bring the solo rule out at least once more. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> the next game, we have the Cleveland Brownies at the Baltimore Ravens. 
Ravens by six and a half. Yeah. Um, that, you know, I don't think the Browns are very good and they really haven't been able to get anything done with uh, Chubb and Hunt lately. They certainly didn't last week. Um, the Ravens are very uneven and their defense is not good. Uh, but Lamar is Lamar. That's a lot of points though. Browns have been playing some close ones, but wasn't close last week with the Patriots. Should I go the anti-solo rule? The no low rule. No low, <laughs> no line, no covering, no yeah, there line. You go. You take the um, uh, I am gonna pick. I think the. I think this is a uh, a GRG for the Ravens. Get right game. What is that again? Oh, get right. Yeah, get right game. <laughs> Good call, Axel. Yeah, you know I've fool's gold on me. I you know I took <laughs> the Browns. Like was against the Chargers, against the Falcons, this week against the Patriots. They're not good. It's I'm back with Ando, Jacoby Brissett. He, I, I don't know what he fooled. I think it was because Nick Chubb was playing so damn well. But I, I'm out on the Brownies. I think this is the spiral that's going to start happening with this team. And when Deshaun Watson, if he ever plays, he's probably going to get hurt the first game he gets back. Or I don't know. Something's going to happen. I, I just bad mojo. Sure, I don't think he's got to play with that new no. civil lawsuit. Yep, I, I think either. that. No way. It, it, it is disgusting. I'm that so glad. the deal, too, that nothing else would happen. And it are in something else. Oh, uh, okay. So. Okay. Well, there you go. I'm, go. I'm going Ravens. I think it is a get right game for the Ravens. This could be. I. I. I know we've been. It's been points. It's been points. And the one week I did really well. I said no favorites this week, and then after last week, I'm just like, what the hell? But think about it. The Ravens blow it against the Giants, um, and so you're like, oh man, this team they're gonna they're gonna beat them. They'll beat them by two touchdowns. I'm taking the Ravens, Sando. You know, I I, I I thought about this one for a little while because I I still like Chubb and six and a half is a lot of points and the Ravens have shown some vulnerability but in the end I have to refer to my Jacoby Brissett rule and the Ravens will cover and Ravens will take this one so I'm going with the Ravens. Brett says, "Can the Browns lose four in a row? Maybe." I've gone back and forth on this one too. I again am deferring to the solo rule and going with the favorite Ravens. <laughs> the solo rule. I didn't even know it was a solo rule. Who oh, no. knew? Next well, up, we're we a lot have, of the same games. And uh, yeah, so far hello. we are all so far we are all the same. But I oh, also wow. try, I, I arrange the games a little bit so it, the more interesting games are near the end. So okay, the uh, Brett's Atlanta Falcons at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals favored by six. Um, I'm going with the Bengals here. I think that the Bengals are finding themselves. I think the Falcons are incredibly inconsistent. And even though I like Mariota, he's inconsistent and inaccurate. Um, I am, uh, definitely going to go with the Brownies. I mean, the Bengals, even though they were founded by Paul Brown. (laughs) Yes. Paul Brown. Good. Yeah. That's, that's a Freudian slip, but it was, you know, well thought of if you didn't think of it. <laughs> well, hey, I, I did because I said it right after, remember? 
No, no, I meant while you were saying it. Though. <laughs> I know, like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, you do know. I'm, but I'm what playing you don't back know... at you, Al. It's me. No, Damn, and I was I'm drunk playing now. Again, and I was playing. And I was playing <laughs> back at you again. I was trying to. All right, um, all right. What do you think, Solo? <laughs> I think I'm. I I love the Bengals in this game, especially because it's below seven. I want to take the Falcons because I'm starting to adopt these stupid teams because of you guys. I'm rooting for the Jets, I'm rooting for the Vikings, rooting for the Falcons because <laughs> of Brett. Like, I'm like all excited just to be a football fan that I want to see my friends. Because you guys like like teams that I don't hate. You know, if you were in the NFC East with me, you know, that's that's another. That would you be know, but I get thing. it, Heath. I, that's why I texted earlier this or a couple of days ago that said this is the first time in like 10 years I've actually wanted the Cowboys to win. It's because of this podcast. and because Right, yeah. Of- I get yeah, it. you know, like it's just I don't know. I just it, you know maybe I've you know when I was younger I could give two shits. I mean, all it was was me rooting for the Cowboys, and because my dad's a Patriot fan, I would always root for the Patriots. Um, and you know I still do, but like you know I, I you know I, I yeah. So I just think Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon. I, I'm not a huge fan of the Bengals D. I'm wishy washy on their D, um, but. You know, they, I guess they played well in the second half against Andy Dalton and crew. But I just think at home, Bengals, this is a big – like, not, it's not a get-right game because, technically, because again, our get-right games when you really have that great game and you dominate. They didn't dominate against the Saints. But if I think they can put two in a row. I don't know if the Falcons' defensive line will give the Bengals much trouble. Um, but, you know, um, so that's why, you know – I want to take the Falcons and the points, but because it's six or six and a half, whatever it is, um, I, you know, six. Okay, yeah, I'm going. I'm going with the Bengals. Yeah, I think the uh, the Falcons' run of covering the spread ends this week. I think the Bengals yeah. are starting to get that high powered offense revved up, and I think I think they're going to go on a run. And I think it's. I think the I I like the Bengals here too, especially only at six. That's only a touchdown. So yeah. Brett says the Falcons have played better on the road than at home under Arthur Smith and are six and zero against the spread. Brett will take the points. Good for him. He's got it. Good it's his team. Brett. They're five. They're undefeated against the spread this year. And for until now, I know Arthur Smith's the coach, but for some reason, I was like, "Is Arthur Smith and the owner this have the same names?" And it's, I guess it's Arthur yeah. Blank. Is that his? Yep. Name? I kept yep. thinking I it's Arthur like, Smith. <laughs> I'm like. I was like Arthur Smith is coaching the team. He owns. I think team. even okay. Simmons or one of the podcast big podcasts this week referred to it as the wrong thing at the same time. So we're in good company. Okay, good, 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 good. Before I get to the next game, I forgot to mention too. There's four teams that when we talked earlier that if we did the playoffs for today, all have buys this week. So there's some big teams out: Bills, Rams, Vikings, Eagles are all off this week. So mm-hmm. the next Fantasy game, implications the. Tom Brady and the Bucks at the Panthers, Buccaneers oh, by God. ten and a half. That is a lot of points for the way the Bucks have been playing, but the Panthers are awful. I'm looking at Christian McCaffrey's stats right now for the past three games where he has had sixty nine, fifty four, and twenty seven yards rushing. Um, still seven receptions in two games and nine and one, two. They're just terrible. And who are they going to have that quarterback? <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, PJ Walker, or um, Walker, 
Oh yeah. Or I guess Darnold, I don't know if he's ready yet, but he's supposed to be coming soon. Oh, yeah. And that's not, and then I'm, I'm not saying <laughs> like anything well, there. I mean, if you could get the, the old, uh, the old Darnold to Robbie Anderson, uh, not Jets anymore. Magic. <laughs> not anymore. Oh wait, I Robbie forgot. Robbie out. Anderson's not on the team. Um, no, I, 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 it's like I, I don't, I don't know. I can't. Can I? I. Oh look, Andy started to write that I was going to take the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yes, he, I don't know about that, Andy. I, I, I backed off. Let's see what. That's it is. a lot of points. Um. Wow. You know what though. I just the Panthers are terrible, so I'm gonna have to take the Bucks. Andy was right. Mm. Andy was right. <laughs> I think uh, everybody's gonna take him except for Brett. That's my prediction. Panthers are awful. Tampa is much better than they're playing. I can't see Brady get not losing again at Carolina. I mean, history of this year says take the points you got to you got to take the but maybe this is the week of the favorite again i don't know i have to take the bucks i i i'm not confident taking points with pj in the Carlissimo? bear pj yeah, Carlissimo or the or bear, tony yeah. eason or tony eason um <laughs> uh i i got to take the bucks i i i got to believe that the bucks this week are going to Right the ship and get get a get right game, a George R R Martin game. So I'm going with the Bucks, Ando. I need to defer to the solo power rankings, and they have the Panthers as the 32nd rated team. So <laughs> I am taking the Bucks. Brett also says everything I said about the Bucks being overrated is true, and they will still win at Carolina by 11. Oh, so wow. Brett even oh. takes the Bucks. Wow, we're really uh, damn. We're kind of in lockstep so far. I think we're going to start okay. getting some differences now or soon. Indianapolis at Tennessee. The Titans are favored by two and a half. Ooh. Well, Maddie Ice is defrosted. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting to say that. Um, Jeffrey Dahmer's. Uh, uh, never mind. Well, maybe oh, got God. a head in the fridge. As long as it's not Gwyneth's. Um, reference there, and this is the seventh game we're talking about. The Titans uh, is a team that I don't trust. They're on the upswing. What have they won? Two in a row or three in a row? Um, I still don't believe in them. And I can, I feel like the Colts can go on a little run here. And you know what? I'm going to take the Colts. I think they're going to win oh, this one. Oh, Maddie Ice defrosted, which is not a good thing, though. Right? Because Maddie, <laughs> yeah, he's, if, he needs if to he's Maddie Ice, he's got to be ice cold. So, Axel, you went against your. So, I'm going to go the opposite. I'm taking the Titans. I think this is going to be a Derrick Henry game. I don't think the Colts are good. I don't think the Titans are good, but I think they're better coached. Um, I just, I can't trust Matty Ice two weeks in a row. And this this running back situation, even though Jack, I guess Jackson, the backup, the, has been doing decent, um, well, at least against the Jaguars. Um, but, like, I don't know if Jonathan Taylor's playing or if Nakeem Hines is back or Naheem. 
Uh, apologize, Mr. Hines. Uh, but I'm going the Titans here at home. I, I just, ugh. I, I, do they play every week? It seems like, <laughs> like I guess Texans, Titans, and Colts and Jags all seem like the same team. <laughs> I like, it's annoying. I couldn't have said it any better myself, Heath. I thought the same exact thing. I don't, oh. God, I don't know this game. I don't, I don't really know. I'm going to go with the Colts just because they let Maddie ice open it up and maybe they'll just let, keep doing that. I mean, they've been run oriented teams for so long. Maybe, maybe this will change the team. I don't, I'm going with the Colts. I don't really, I'm not really crazy about that pick, but that's what I'm going to take. All and right. Brett says, Maddie MVP ice is back, baby. Colts. Spoken like a true Falcons. Nice. <laughs> Nice. All right, so I'm on the island. I'm on Revis Island on this one. So mm-hmm. this is the swing game so far. Yep. Next up, we have the Texans going to Las Vegas, where the Raiders are favored by seven. Uh, the Texans are awful. And Playing uh, roulette or blackjack solo? Um, oh, we Axel lost Axel. He must have. All right, so Axel probably went pee-pee. No, I'm here. What the, oh, what the heck are you doing? You, I, th- I, I actually you fell asleep. The people Wake up. are going to hear me, but I was, I was, I was muted on the Zoom. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> okay. What I said was the Texans are awful, and the Raiders are much better than their record, and I think this is a good game for them to prove it. So I'm going to take the Raiders. The Raiders. I tell you, the Texans, the only bright spot, that Damian Pierce is a stud. Mm. And I, I have him in my dynasty league, our league. I, I just love that dude. Uh, but he, he, unfortunately, he's not enough. Uh, Raiders have had a bye. Tough game against the Chiefs. Uh, I, I, I think we're going to see some blowouts this week, fellas. And I think I'm with Axel. This is one of them. I, I'm, I'm taking the Raiders to cover. No, you know what? Yes, I am. I got to go with my first guy because yeah. yeah. I just have this weird feeling. I don't know why I'm high on the text, probably because I love Pierce so much. Uh, but no, I'm going with the Raiders. They're going to win by 12. Yeah, I think the Raiders slow climb out of the out of the hole they dug themselves in is going to continue. I think they're going to win and win pretty easily. Raiders will cover. Brett says the Raiders are pretty good. Texans are pretty not good. Raiders. Wow, he's taking more favorites this week. I like that. I like that, Brett. To the point. Next Brett, up, good. we have the Seattle Seahawks at the Chargers. The Chargers Ooh, are Geno time. six and a half. Axel's Genos, the Seattle Genos. Hmm. Seahawks plus six and a half. Um. Let me... Um, I... You know, I'm loving Gino, and I think that even though the Chargers won last week, uh, they just barely won. I am gonna uh, ooh, against this the analysis too. to the top. Jeez, this was a tough one. <laughs> this is analysis. This is deep analysis. Was that the you game know, I'm last? I'm sexually aroused, Commander. It was last night's game that. Um, yeah, Chargers Denver. That the guy yeah. had four pass interference calls. Yeah, <laughs> on the Broncos. Yeah, 
Yep. Oh, God. That was so sad. I just wanted to mention that. I felt so bad and the for kicker, that guy. The kicker was like falling every time. He oh, my God. Like that game was actually oh kind of fun towards the end, I have to admit. That, um, you know, that's all I caught. I was at a dinner. And I, you know, I was monitoring the game and it looked like it was back and forth. And I noticed I needed like 45 points from Herbert and, or a bear. And it didn't happen. And when I was like, Oh, he didn't even throw a touchdown pass. I'm like, awesome. Well, it was know, a typical um, Broncos game until the end. Uh, they Broncos have won three in a row. They beat the Texans, the Browns and the Broncos. Now that's not saying, Whoa. Much. <laughs> uh, but I think Stop that streak is going to come Who is to that? an Vicky end. Vale. Um, I'm picking the Seahawks here. You know what, Axel? I would simply take the Chargers because they're coming off three wins. Herbert, Bear, the crew. But you know what? The Seahawks are going to fight, and there's no home crowd. This is at San, uh, L.A., right, Ando? Uh, yes, at L.A. It's not in Munich or it's not in Canada. Okay. Nope. nope. It's, it's in L.A. <laughs> I, I love Herbert, but – a bear is just, he's feeling he's not the same. I'm taking the Seahawks too, with the points. I just feel this could be a close game unless the chargers could get it together. You know what sours me guys Staley, the chargers coach. I don't, there was one moment at the game last night where he, he let the clock run down and then they went to overtime. Like mm-hmm. just bad clock management. I'm like, why aren't, what are you doing? I just I, I don't get him, and he just seems like he's overhead, like Nathaniel Hackett, you know, from the Scarlet Letter. Um, he, he just it just it, it, he's some of the, you know I, I think Mike McCarthy's bad at times, but these there's worse coaches than him. Oh yeah, it, it's like how are these guys running these teams? I don't get it. I don't get it, and you know I'm going with Pete Carroll and his uh, cardiac kids and Gino's jaw baby go with the hawks yeah baby and i i will this is going to be a clean sweep again for seattle and i'll let brett speak for me, myself again i'm done picking the chargers to cover the seahawks will have more fans in la and i wouldn't be surprised if they win this game outright seattle all the, all the way through yep you I know like guys it. you know what's fu- you know what's funny too is before the year i thought the seahawks were going to be one of the worst teams in the nfl with the bears me too Mm-hmm. And, 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 but you know, the Geno factor, I mean, I was assuming drew Locke would be the starting quarterback, you know, cause I'm like, Geno Smith, is he still in the league? And you know, he's, he's doing what he's got to do. And you know, they may be a 500 team, but you know what? They traded away Russell and bustle and got a couple first rounders, a second and a third and some players. What a steal, huh? Mm, yeah. That, that that's going to help them for a long time. Good for them. Good for them. Next up, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Miami Dolphins on Sunday night when the Dolphins are favored by seven. Ooh. Um, this looks like it could be a bad game, but then you think two is coming back. It'd be fun to watch uh, Pickett, right? Um, plus, if he's even... He had the concussion. Is oh, he, is he not we playing? Don't know if he's oh, oh, that's right. Trubisky is, is yeah. uh, Trubisky came in right. and saved the day on a bunch of third and longs. Um, I forgot Will, about you know, the truth. Tr- it kind of be man. cool for for like a fan's point of view, Axel, seeing Pickett against Tua Sunday night. 
Steelers, be. Dolphins, another one of those like 80s kind of games yeah. that I remember. You know, with David Woodley, I think was a former Dolphins quarterback, got them to Super Bowl 17, and then he became a Steeler and played against. I just, there's weird things I remember from my childhood. And well, I'm kind of weirdly excited for this game. I don't know why. Let's hope this is a good game, but I think the Dolphins, if Tua comes back, are going to come back strong and blow them out. Okay. You know what, Axel? I'm with you. I, now, I'm going to talk through this, and I may change. I just think the Dolphins are a better team. Now, the Steelers beating the Bucks. I think the line is higher because of that momentum because people are going to start thinking, oh, the Steelers, blah, 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 you know. But I think the Dolphins are a better team, even though they haven't won. They've been losing since Tua got hurt. Um, I just you, – you think of Hill and Waddle and Gasecki and, you know uh, – I don't know if I'm in on the Dolphins coach, though. He's weird. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't Real know if guy. I'm quite. Yeah, I don't know if I'm quite in on him. Uh, he seems to know his stuff, though. But I, I just I get a weird vibe. I get a I get a uh, Mr. Robot vibe from him. But um, <laughs> is that a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah, Slightly insellish. Yeah. I, <laughs> but I, you know what, but though, like I'm going to take the. St- I'm going to take the Steelers and the points, even though the Dolphins will win. I'm going to take the points. It's just too much I, mm. of uncertainty. I'm going to I'm going to go I'm going to go with the Steelers. I am going to take the Dolphins. I think the way they played against the Vikings, they just they just would have done a couple things right, not have a few penalties, not have a few bad turnovers. I think that I think the talent is still there. I think Tua, if Tua plays, it's only going to help them. And I still. I mean, the Dolphins played good last week, or the Steelers played good last week, but I think it was against a team that everybody overrated. I'm going to, I think the Dolphins will take and will cover this. And Brett says the Steelers are still bad and the Dolphins are still not bad. Brett takes Miami. I'm on Rebus Island again. Brett is like a, like a, a blade, just cuts right <laughs> through it. Yeah, no bullshit. Next, yeah, I like we have a Monday night football matchup. The Chicago Bears at the New England Patriots, where the Pats are favored by eight. And uh, rematch of Super Bowl 20, Axel. Yeah, oh, that was a great one. The Super Bowl shuffle. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm going to go with the Patriots here. I think that uh, Zappy Dappy Mappy is playing good. I think that defense looks, they're flying around. They look fast and fun. And I think Belichick's like, you guys, everyone thinks I'm as down. Now I'm up. Monday Night Football, it's his chance to show the world. How was that? Put some what points your, your on the board. Yes, I'm Bill Belichick. Sound like Ditka. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck Belichick, even though he's the best. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the Patriots are going to roll and roll big here. And this is going to be over by the first quarter. Oh, uh, rematch of Super Bowl twenty revenge game for the Patriots. No, just revenge kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just say this: Belichick versus Chauncey Fields. Um, the Pats' defense is stepping it up. They're great against the run. I think what they did against the Lions will hold serve in this one. Eight does seem high. They want to balance it out because if they made it seven or six and a half, 
no one would bet the bears. I'm going Pats to cover on Monday night. This is statement a beyond statement. It's one of the worst teams in the league versus middle of the pack, but could go either way team. And if uh, Mac Jones is in or, or DJ Zippy, um, I'm in and uh, I'm going Pats minus eight. Yeah, I'm going Pats too. The Bears are the Bears are bad. I mean, the, the, the Patriots aren't the best team, but they're good. They're solid. And the Bears, are, I think the Pats defense is just going to destroy Fields. It's going to mm. Fields is going to be running for his life again. And I mean, unless Fields runs for 200 yards, they got no chance. So Patriots. Yeah. Let's see. And Brett says Justin Fields stunk in primetime last week against a bad team at home. He's playing a much better team in a hostile environment. He takes the Pats. Yeah. That might be the lock of the week. Yeah. Okay, now we're coming to the last three games, and I think this is the best game on the schedule. The Chiefs at the 49ers. Chiefs by three. Hmm. Well, we saw the Chiefs last week against the Buffalo Bilskis. 49ers are definitely not as good as the Buffalo Bilskis. But they also have been pretty up and down and have looked sometimes hapless and other times in complete control. I am going to guess that this is going to be a week where they're going to be in a little bit more control. What are you, William Shatner? <laughs> I'm trying to yes. spice it up here, Solo. Um, oh, okay, okay. I think okay. that uh, I think the 49ers are going to uh, are going to uh, come up for this game. It's at home, um, but I still think the Chiefs are going to cover. Yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs. Oh, you, oh, oh you fooled me! Fooled me too. I just don't think it's going to be a one blowout. Shame on you! Because I think that there's me. a potential here for the Chiefs to blow them out, but I don't think they are. I think blow I think them? They will, but I still think they'll win. Yeah. You know, the Niners, they're one of those teams I, I every week. I don't think you can predict which Niners team is yeah. going to show up. Um, I'm with you, Folo. Um, I just I can't bet against Mahomes, even though it's on the road after a tough Bills loss. I think Andy Reid will have them prepared. They, um, I, I think I think Mahomes will light, light up the Niners, though. I think it will be close. I think the three is a good line mm-hmm. it could come down to a field goal i don't i think i could see chiefs by 10 comfortably a comfortable 10 like they're up by 17 niners get a late score they still win by 10 so i'm going chiefs minus the three can i ask you a quick question before andy you go solo if this game was at uh arrowhead or whatever the fuck it's called now chiefs mm-hmm. home what do you think the line would be six and a half okay that's what I think. I'm. Uh, well, is, that, is that not what you want to hear? No, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it would be. Yeah, I think if it was at, I think if it was at KC, the Chiefs would. It would be a. It'd be a blowout. I think the Chiefs and, still win. Yeah, I mean, the, and it would probably. It, I'm sorry, Ando. No, and ahead. the line would probably um, towards the weekend would go up to seven, seven and a half. Like if it opened at six and a half, I think it would be over a touchdown favorite by the end. I mean, if the if the 49ers defense shows up that we know it can, it could be a close game. But I don't. 
Mahomes, I still think the Chiefs are the second best team in the league, and I don't think they I don't think they're gonna really have a struggle with the 49ers. Um right. Brett has let's see, San Francisco is banged up on defense, and KC has enough firepower to win. So Brett takes the favorite again. Wow, Brett. Well, again, in their division, I don't think he could he, he's gonna pick the Niners yeah, that's true. in this game. But I think he's right, and I think we're all right. So, which means we're wrong. Okay. Okay, here we go. The final two. The Detroit Lions at the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Cowboys by seven. Hmm. Um, we don't know who's quarterback right now. I think that Dak is going to play. Don't you think so, Solo? I, I believe. <laughs> yeah, because I, you I, can't lose will. this game. That's what I'm saying. No, and after last because week, I, yeah, because even Sal said it on Simmons' cast. Um, it was like you went four and two, and you didn't expect to be four and two after this Eagles game. But it's all for naught if you lose to the Lions and the Bears. Then it means absolutely yeah. nothing. Um, and I think that the Lions are kind of not a good team at all. And I think that the cow, I think Dak's going to play. So I'm, I'm, I think the Cowboys are going to cover. Cowboys covering. I, you know, as a fan, I'm a little worried about this game just because I really don't know why. I just, because I am so jaded by my team through the years that whenever they have, a big win, they get that loss. And then if they lose, then they lose two in a row. Then maybe, win. I, I don't know. They should win this game and they should dominate. This defense should dominate. Dak back. He should throw a few touchdowns. I think pa- a big game for Tony Pollard in this one. Um, I would lay the seven. Um, but I don't, you know, I'll be honest. Something is at me, say, take the points. Um, so, I'm taking the Lions plus seven, and I hope I'm wrong. You know, looking at their record, the Lions have have scored some points this season. Um, it's just their defense is terrible. You know what? Yeah, the Lions coming off the bye. I mean, Patriots shut them out. You know, I don't know why I'm taking the Lions. You know, I'm no, I'm taking. The, I got to take the Cowboys. What am I doing? <laughs> I love it. That was well, so I'm changing classic. my pick. Listen, I'm I, changing my pick. I'm taking that piece of audio, and every podcast <laughs> should start with that. I'm taking the Cowboys. What am I doing? <laughs> okay, well, up until now, Axel, you back, and I solo. Up until now, Axel, you and I have got every single so? pick the same this week, and wow. I think the Cowboys are still going to win. But the Lions have a good offense, and yeah. I think the Lions will cover the spread, even though they won't win. So I'm taking the Lions. Oh, Ando. I've got I kind of like you, Heath. I've got a feeling here. The Lions are they're gonna show up to play. I don't think they can beat the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys the intangibles are still gonna go their way, but the the Lions have got some firepower, so I think they'll they'll keep it close. Uh Brett also says, I trust the Cowboys much more than the Lions, but I'm going against my instinct here. That could be rusty, Ooh. and Detroit was embarrassed at New England and had the bye week to stew. Brett also takes Detroit. Mm. Ooh, it all, you were almost on Revis Island with the Cowboys, but I um, I, I went I with know. Polo. I changed. They're kind of you, you know, leaning like now that I'm doing a little bit more research here, sitting here looking at it's the tough games, going number one, is it? 
It's yeah, it going is because first. I really thought that the Lions were worse than they were. And now that I'm looking at, you know, I mean, Goff is still, he's got to throw at least one interception a game. That's like his, you know. He, I mean, the Vikings beat throw. the Lions on the last on a last second field goal. I mean, the, yeah, the Lions they, aren't as bad as they're, they're not, I mean, I don't think they're they better than the Cowboys. But. I was, I misspoke there and I was going off more of a feeling. That well, it's because they got research. shut out by the Patriots yeah. and that's the last thing we remember. Yeah. Yep. True, man. True. But I'm going to stick with the Cowboys here because I think the Cowboys defense is really good. Really good. And uh, I think look- it's better than the Patriots defense, to be honest. Yeah. And I'm looking um, at who else they've faced. And I think, yeah, I, I think this, I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. Let's go. Last game. That a boy. Okay. Oh, the-, the last game of the week. Game of the century. The New York Jets at the Denver Broncos. And I wanted to call the Giants-Jaguars line the worst and most crazy line of the week, but this is it. The Broncos are favored by a point and a half. Yeah. Ooh, it was at three early yeah. in the week. Yep, it's but after the Monday the night day. game. After the Monday night game. I like yep. it. Yeah. At mile high. Is it still called mile high, or is it jerk-off field at mile high or something? <laughs> Um, jerk off field. Uh, well, he sounded like you're jerking off. Well, I was rubbing his hands. Me, I'm rubbing my hands. I'm sorry, I'm cold here in the garage. Sorry about that. Uh, I was old school rubbing my hands like Mr. Miyagi. Um, yeah, dude, I was like Miyagi Do. I, I didn't want of, to know what was happening. Wait. <laughs> I'll rub yeah, it yeah, there it is. Um, I am obviously going to fucking take the Jets in this game. Is Russell Wilson playing? We don't know. If he Does doesn't matter? play, who plays? Brock Osweiler? <laughs> Brock Osweiler, the heist. I don't have Lombardi a clue. used to call him the heist because he signed um, that he signed that big contract. I don't like even know. I don't know either. Oh my god! Who, who is, is the, the backup Denver? for Denver? Because is... Drew Lock got traded. Is it a uh, Rippin? Is Rippin's kid still the backup? I just taped Denver backup QB. Who is? Th- I don't Who's even know. Brett Rippin. Rippin. Brett Rippin. The Rippin. Yeah. That's wow. Yep. Rippin is still. Is that wow. is that Mark Rippin's son? Yeah, yep. it is. Wow, shit! That's a great story. Where, where do you play that. college, Ando? Uh, Boise State. Oh wow, the nice. field. Good pull. Good I went pull. there once. Oh, um, I really like the campus. Dude, Boise is really nice. Oh, no, I've never been there, Boise but it looks State. nice. The blue is are they the blue field? Blue field, yeah. Oh, that yep. was there then. That's where I was. Um, yeah, I'm taking the Jets, man. The Jets are rolling. The defense is ferocious. Zach Wilson's gotta play good at some point. And, you know, he's gonna be close to his Mormon temples up there at mile high. So oh, I think he's right. probably gonna get to visit Utah a little bit, get some He might go Watch Under the Banner of Heaven. That's with what his uh, hey, I was trying to be nice. <laughs> All right. I wasn't going to say. Well, I'm being nice. So I'm just saying. I love um, Under the Banner. You know, maybe he could meet some sister wives, Get maybe meet his, his wife's, I mean, his mother's friend's sister or something like that. <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah. But I, I actually, I do think the Jets are a better team than the Broncos. Um, and I think that they're going to, I hope. I can't believe I'm saying this with confidence, but I actually think they're going to easily win this game in the second half because it'll probably be like 10-3 Broncos at halftime. 
This from this is a rematch of the '98 AFC Championship game. <laughs> Vinny Testaverde, John Elway. Yep. Did you know that off the top Bill of your head? Yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. God, that's awesome. Where was that amazing. game played? So that's low. awesome. That was at Mile High, buddy. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. I yeah, I think Denver was the higher seed. Yeah. No, that was they were up. Actually, the Jets, I believe, were up like 10-9 at the half or something, and then the Broncos blew them out. Mm. Uh, reminiscent of the yeah so Damn yeah no there's there's ando there's those certain games i just remember yep. those little details yeah oh, was, that's awesome <laughs> uh just just moved to california wow anyway i was rooting for Vinny and the jets and then the next year Vinny, of course gets hurt in like week one yeah mm-hmm. uh, uh and they became a cowboy and i'll never forget in 03 we were beating the Steelers and we're trying to run it out. And he f- goes to hand the ball off and he just drops the ball and the Steelers recover and we lose. God, I remember that game. <laughs> uh, I think that was 03. Might have been 05. I don't remember. I think it might have been 06. Ah, God, now, I, now I'm questioning myself. No, it wasn't. It wasn't 03. I think it was 0. I think it was Roethlisberger's rookie year. Maybe. Uh, anyway, I'll, 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 no one cares. Who are you um, taking so well? Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Fowell. Get me back on track. And- Ando got me all excited because I can remember things. And then I started thinking of other things. Who are you taking, Solo? I messed up the- J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets. Because Brees Hall, give yeah. it to Brees. My boy Braxton is going to return a touchdown for a punt return for a touchdown. He's going to throw one and catch one. Three touchdowns for Braxton Berrios. Nice. Well, I saved one more stat that I hadn't say. I was saving it just for this game. The Jets have, are the were, after this week were the second team ever with a winning record after six games, despite being an underdog in all six games. They're wow. an underdog again, and I am taking the Jets as well. I think this. I think these odds are terrible. The the Jets should have been favored in this game. I don't understand it. The Broncos are bad. Mile high. Jets. Is is this a late game, Ando? Uh, I think it's a three o'clock. Or uh, well, three o'clock for me. So four o'clock. Is it yeah. really o'clock for us? Yep, I'm Whoa, almost positive. I'm so excited. Yeah, really. Me too. Because the Cowboys are early. Uh, they they played the Lions at 10 a.m. here, and then if the Jets is the late game, what's the big? Is the Bills Niners? I guess that's the Romo game, probably, or whoever's got the game of the week. And the uh, yeah, the Jets half. are the Jets are four o'clock Eastern. And okay, I'm not sure where the Bills are. Bills Niners. Oh, the if Bills it's are, at Bills are on by. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, not Bills Niners. Chiefs uh, Niners are probably one of the late games, yes, too. Yes, it is. So, so, all right, we've got a couple of good games late. That makes me happy. Yeah, you got, well, you've, you've got four late games. Texans, Raiders, Jets, Broncos, Chiefs, 49ers, Seahawks, Chargers. Oh, this actually, as a football fan, those aren't yeah. bad games. No, that is Fantasy actually and- three decent games. I yeah. think. I mean, yeah, and there is quite a few bad games Raiders. this week, but there's some good ones. Yeah, too. that's actually huh. might be the best four games we've had at four o'clock in a long time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know but, Texans and Raiders aren't, but Damian Pierce. But still, get to see if the, to see the Raiders, Raiders play good. The Raiders are fun to watch. Yeah, that's. And I, before I forget, too, Brett also says the Jets should be favored by two touchdowns. So Brett also has the Jets. Nice, so, nice. All right, we're close a lot this week, so, gentlemen. Yeah, what yes. are we looking at here? Brett took the Falcons. We all took the Bengals. Solo took the Titans. We all took the Colts. Um, Solo took the Steelers. And 
um, Brett and Andy took the Lions, and Solo and I took the Cowboys. Yeah, there's not many differences. Well, there's not much difference. So One, we might two, just three. all bend the knee with each other. Well, well. Seven, eight. We could have a circle nine. around the couch. Yeah, out of the 14 games, there's 10 games where we picked all four picked the same team. So yep. only four, four games are going to matter. <laughs> all right. You want to head over to the love seat before we get out of here? Let's do it. All right. Our college corner on the love seat. Me and Ando snuggle up while Axel is a voyeur. And voyeurism. <laughs> and watch your feet like in game. Oh, watch your feet. Oh, also yeah. Oh, boy. Also the dragon, baby. So nice um, my Cuse, 6-0 and oh for the first time since 1987. Uh, tough, tough game uh, against, I forget. Oh, uh, NC State. Now, NC State lost their quarterback for the season. Because uh, again, I was like, "Why is why is Syracuse favored?" Because NC State was supposed to be a great team this year in a ten, but they, you know they they've been underachieving and they lost their quarterback. But uh, my cues comes through are just so exciting because I'm a Miami Hurricanes fan as well. But I went to Syracuse, so in the '90s, you know, I, it changed. I became a Sy- more of a Syracuse fan, but I do love Miami and Syracuse football hasn't been relevant for 20 years. But it's just so nice when it's your alma mater and you actually, you know, I've been there. It's not the Carrier Dome anymore, but whatever the hell, you know, Cherkoff Field at, you know, whatever it is, whatever. <laughs> but uh, but it was just so exciting. I watched that. I've gotten more excited. Last few years for college football, I've kind of drifted off, but Ando's got me back. Like the fact that he's a big college fan, we've got Axel watching games, so I'm excited. Uh, before we hit Ando's uh, gophers on the love seat, uh, Axel, so we we had a game for you to watch? Yes. Which one did. was it again? What was it again? Um, Sorry, A- Ando's tickling my feet on the love seat. I, <laughs> yeah. I lost my train of it's thought. It's distracting. What? We had you watch, oh, Tennessee, uh, Alabama. Yes. Oh, that's right. That's right. This was a, oh, man. Let's talk about this game. Okay. I'm, I'm so, watching it right watching now. so actually. much sports lately, man. I've been watching, you got me to watch college football. I've been watching baseball, <laughs> so much NFL. I totally forgot how fucking great this game was. This was oh, great. Tennessee ended up beating Alabama, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, you told me to watch the Tennessee quarterback hooker, right? Well, sort of. Kind you of. you, <laughs> you yeah. want his name was hooker. Oh, that's you right. Won. I yep. picked hooker. That's you picked right. the game. I picked the hooker. Um, but I was more <laughs> impressed with the Alabama quarterback. Yeah, we we weren't yep. sure if he was going to play or not. But was it Bryce Young? No, yes, we, yep. Bryce Young. We called him yep. Bryant Young. Last he week. was yeah. fucking yeah. so poised and strong and just could do everything. Man, I uh, you know, I mean, I know they ended up losing, but I still felt like he was the guy that I left that game as far as just scouting wise because I really I kind of was pulling for Tennessee to win, right? Because oh, I, I always too, go yeah. for the underdog. Mm-hmm. Um, but Young was great. It was a great game to watch. Thank you. Tell me another game to watch that's this good. Yeah. Well, well, for, well. It may not be good, but you're gonna. It's gonna, gonna be hard to top that game. one. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to top one. This one, Axel. I mean, we gave you the Red River Shootout. That was a blowout. Our boy Will Levis. The week we lost Kentucky, lost Ole Miss. So it's been some tough games. This one was probably the game of the year. 
And mm-hmm. you're right. Bryce Young is, is supposed to be a, one of the top quarterbacks. He could be Carolina Panther, could be a, who knows, a Raider. <laughs> you know, who knows where he'll go. Wow. But you think the Raiders and, would take him if they end up continuing well, to? Well, if they, if they have a top five pick, they should, that, means, that means yeah. Carr is no good. And they have to, yeah, I would yeah. think, you would, you would go with a new a quarterback. Um, and Carr ends up well, playing on the Colts. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then it would be Carr's turn to go to the Colts. Yeah, because uh, well, that's so funny. Good call by you. Um, yeah, no, I, I just you know this was a great game. It's just exciting. Tennessee's up huge. I'm like, wow, they're gonna roll, and then Alabama comes back. You know, goes ahead 35-34, and and then you know the the, the back and forth in the fourth quarter. It, it, you know, it's it was just this is like the excitement of college football. These types of games because I know everyone. Like in the NFL, they talk about, you know, high scoring games, greatest game ever. Not all the time. It just isn't just because it's high scoring doesn't mean a game is great, you know, but in college, it kind of has that the feel is different when it's high scoring for me. Um, So anyway, uh, great game. And yeah, before we get to what game I want you to watch this week, Axel uh, Ando. Luckily, I lost my parlay on Friday because I picked Marshall to beat somebody who lost because I did have Minnesota against Illinois. Now, I didn't realize until Saturday that former Syracuse quarterback DeVito is on the this place for Illinois. Uh-huh. Is that the? I think it's the same guy, right? I call him I'm, Danny. I'm pretty sure I, it is the same guy because that's yeah. Illinois coach. They they got Brett Bielema, who used to coach at Wisconsin and then down at Arkansas for a while. I think he was right. Right. And he he always. I didn't think about this last week when we talked about this, but he's never lost to the Gophers ever. Like his, when he was at Wisconsin, he's like seven and zero. He and he got in a bunch of transfers, and so Illinois is not the same Illinois football team of the past. They're, not the Ron Zook. <laughs> no, Juice, remember Juice Williams and Rashard Mendenhall. Yeah, they made the Rose Bowl. That and like usually Illinois is good once every twenty five years or so. Right, right. It's and the Gophers are. It's oh, it's tough because this obviously when we started doing this a couple weeks ago, I was very very high on this team. They had their best, their number one wide receiver, number one quarterback, and running back were all on their sixth years coming back. Had all been all Big Ten players. Well, the. Otman Bell, their number one wide receiver, blew out a knee, or I can't remember how he got hurt. He's out for the year. Uh, Ibrahim has missed a game now. He he was back this week and still played well, but their quarterback, Tanner Morgan, who's a six-year guy, got injured really bad in this game, too. They think it's a head or a neck. Mm. He might be done for his career. Oh, Just one of those teams, and the Gophers are one of those teams where it's kind of, I'm sure it's like Syracuse's. I haven't watched them yet. I'm excited to see them, what they can do this week, but they're one of these teams. They're not like Ohio State or Alabama where one of those right, guys get right. hurt. They just, they're not deep enough. And the Gophers' depth is just showing. And they're just, unfortunately, might not be as good as what I had led to believe. A typical Minnesota fashion, you get the, t- the fan base pumped up for a few weeks and then get the, slowly the air gets let out of the balloon. So they play Penn State in primetime this week on ABC. So it's going to be, oof, it's going to be a tough one. I mean, the last time the Gophers went to Penn State, they won and it was a huge upset. So the Gophers have had success against them in the past. I'm not feeling real optimistic, but we'll see. Yeah, that's, well, yeah, that's about know. all I can say right now about the Gophers. They're 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 struggling. Yeah, well, let's see if they can try to be bowl eligible or something. At least get some extra yeah. game out of it. Yeah, you know that's kind of what 
you know, with Syracuse, that's the only thing I got to look forward to is a bowl game. And usually I don't, but yeah. this year we're bowl eligible already. So I'm like, yay. I would yeah. love if they could somehow come close up to the West coast for a bowl. Cause I would definitely go. That's um, I think that's the most exciting game. Cause that's all these other, there's a lot of big games this weekend, but most of the teams I've seen a little bit of and kind of know what to expect And Clemson. I have not watched or Clemson. I have watched, but I have not seen any of Syracuse yet. And I want to uh, see if they're as good as what they're 14 in well, the country. That's I'm excited. Yeah, to see that's, it. that's the highest we've been in a long time. Yeah. So Axel 9am West coast time. Syracuse goes down to Clemson. All right. Baby. Big, big game. Now Cuse, we beat them in 2017. We upset them and we didn't have nearly as good as a team. Uh, and But then we lost like the rest of our games <laughs> after that win. Um, <laughs> I, I'm expecting Clemson to blow them out. But you know what? I'm just excited that, you know, they're undefeated. They go against Clemson. You never know. I mean, I think it was one year the Clemson quarterback got knocked out. Because I think we, I want to say we beat him twice. Well, we beat him once and almost beat him a second time. Uh but, you know, we're probably not going to win. But you know what? I'm excited for it. Like, kind of like you are going to Penn State, Ando. It's like, hey, you never know. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, Axel, you got to see my boy, Sean Tucker. He's right now like the fifth-rated running back, NFL prospect. He's the man. And then I don't know if you remember Ronde Gadsden, wide receiver for the Dolphins. Uh, I think I want to say he went to Penn State, but I could be wrong. Um, uh, his son, Aronde Gadsden the second is like our leading receiver and he's actually really good. Uh, so a couple players to watch there. And what do you think on Clemson Axel should watch for? And Oh, I mean, there's oh. some defensive prospects, but I know those and are tough to kind of there's, I've only seen a little bit of Clemson this year, but Clemson is, I mean, they're to the point they're like Alabama now that there's, there's probably 10 or 15 guys on this roster that'll get drafted at some point. So just right. watching Clemson, period. I mean, their skill, their skill position players and their defensive players are better than almost every other player in college football. So it's just, it's like, like I said with Alabama last week, it's just good to watch the team. I don't have any individual guys because just because I haven't right. done enough de- research on them yet. But Clemson's always interesting to watch because there's, I mean, they had like six or seven guys drafted last year and they're going to have that every year from now on, at least in the near you know, future. Yeah, other than a guy or two, yeah, it's a good approach because there's t- there's always, especially on these SC- ACC or SEC teams, there's always these defensive guys like defensive ends and stuff. But it's tough to keep your eye on unless they do a big, have a big sack or whatever. You know, it's really the skill players. Yeah, like you said, you kind of watch. So it's really just watch Clemson. You know, keep an eye on those two Q guys. See if they, um, you know, can do well. But Tucker looks to be like one of, the, and then do, my boy Deuce Chestnut to corner for. Cuse as well. I love Deuce. And then, uh, but yeah, it should be, hopefully it'll be a good game, Axel, for you. It might be a fast forward game for you, but at least check out my Cuse for a little bit next week. All right. I will. Cool. Is that all you got? That, you know, that's all I got. I'll, I'll next week. I'll bring some more college stuff after I have a little more time to watch some college games. So I'm, I'm all right. Yeah. I'm you pick next about- week. And so. you you pick it next week. I know I've been kind of picking. Them. Oh no, you're uh, okay because I haven't had as much time to devote to college. What I'm okay. saying is next week I'll have a little more information on college because I'll have a little more. Oh, time. I see what you're saying. Okay, a little more gotcha, research gotcha. time. <laughs> the cues. Uh, yes, that's nukes, true, baby. Well, listen, guys, um, we have gone two and a half hours now. <laughs> 
oh my god talking man. about football <laughs> and uh i think i'm working up a stamina because it i i feel like i have more yeah. i feel like we've had more energy to the end here i could probably yeah, go usually when, minute or two <laughs> minute or two cuz last week we apologized to our listeners i mean we're picking the games and i think we, you know there's dead silence we're like falling asleep and that it just took a lot out of us but uh the crazy no, thing we, is the more organized we're getting, the longer the podcasts are getting. So I'm yeah, not sure I what know, that says about us. Well, then we just have to, you know what? You have to give into it. You just have to yep. give into it. Enjoy. I mean, I'm still having a great time, um, mm-hmm. but we have reached the end and it's been amazing. And I do want to tell everybody you can actually subscribe to us right now on Apple podcasts. I've submitted it to some other podcast apps like uh, Spotify and Stitcher and all that. And, and once it's on Apple, it shows up on like 70% of them anyway. Um, but uh, so subscribe to that around the couch and leave us a review. A written review is great. If you're on the iTunes uh, tomorrow, I'm recording another podcast Winterfell with Trey and Gina. We're talking about house of the dragon. And then there's only one more episode of that. And then I think, we're just going to be doing this. This will be on the DVR podcast feed, Daily DVR, as well as the Patreon and over on Around the Couch. So subscribe to that feed, too. Uh, Solo, have anything else to say? No, I just want to say if, if you become a Patreon, then you'll get some exclusive Around the Couch content. Yeah. Maybe stuff that has been edited out, like some reach-arounds. And di- no, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> You're definitely losing it now. <laughs> yeah, we're losing it. Well, we, I just lost it. My that one and a half minute axle. To, no, but uh, good luck. We might, to we might lose some pa- patrons if we release that content. That's yeah, yeah, we don't want to release that because you know the left seat gets kind of crazy at the end. <laughs> um, you know, with, with uh, Ando bringing me perfume and different things. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that's a good note to end on. I think. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, okay. Hopefully, Cowboys and Jets will win. Vikings are off. So is Ando. <laughs> that's, that's all I got. Oh, God. All right. Oh. Hey, Andy, you're still going to come to the podcast next week, even if the Vikings were off, right? Oh, yeah. I'll be here. All right. Good. Um, anything else to say, Andy? I don't have anything. Like every other week, this has been just as fun or more fun. It's getting more fun the longer we're going here. So, yeah, the, uh, yeah another good week, another fun time, and let's watch some more football. Awesome. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Peace out. See you next time. All right. Oh, yes, I'm Prop 29. Ah.